Welcome to Potterfic Weekly's Reaction Review to Deathly Hallows Part 1. This was recorded on Friday, November the 19th. Hope you enjoy it. We kind of wander all over the movie. It's not in any particular order. Spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Yes, spoiler alert. And we only have 230 some odd days to go to Part 2. Yay! (laughs) So, sit back and enjoy our meanderings. Thanks for listening. Melinda. Enter the phone. <laughs> oh, there she is. Hi, Hi, Melinda. Hey, Melinda. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Hello. Hi, Hello. Hello. Hi. I'm starting the recording. Okay. okay. So, Ryan just asked if we're starting at 10. I'm like, I thought you were coming. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't seen it yet, has he? I don't know. No, as far as I know, he hasn't coming seen it to yet. Half Prince. He said he can record. Oh, well, yeah, We've we got- don't need him. No. We have two different people we're doing right now. Yeah. <laughs> and we don't need the extra person on the line because we're going to be bad. It's going to be stretched as it is. Yeah. And P.S. is ready. Okay. Tell her just a second. I have to say thanks to Ryan. And Jen has four minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and no Tina yet. So because uh, everybody at work's like, are you going to see it? I said, yeah. And a friend of mine in, in Australia has already seen it twice. What? <laughs> <laughs> I went yeah, because see, our movie day, when new releases come out, is Thursday, which is the 18th. So we got it on the 18th, and we're already like 16 hours in front. So, you know. Yeah, you know, I was torturing my kids with it. I was saying the Australian people already have it, and they were all jealous. <laughs> <laughs> I went and saw it again this afternoon, and the people that were sitting in front of me, she was knitting, and I was like, I forgot my knitting. And she's actually, I said, this is the second time I've seen this. She's like, you were here for the midnight show? I said, yeah, but I have to take notes on this one because I have to do a podcast. And after the movie was over, she turned around and said, what podcast is it? I was like, uh. (laughs) (laughs) It's really long. (laughs) It's Butterfic Weekly. (laughs) She's like, okay, I'll look for it. Okay. Well, I've been terrified if, like, she was familiar with it. Like, oh, yeah, I already know it. Like, Julia's person that she met. Yeah. <laughs> there is a peon cast. There is a I've listened to them. <laughs> I'm eating dinner. I'm sorry. You hear me chewing a lot. Yeah, I can hear you chewing. So who is coming? Are we just you can hear me chewing. Eating as fast as I can. Tina has not signed in yet, so I don't know what's happening with Tina. I'm not mixed feeling. We'll get into it once we get the movie, but I'm kind of mixed on this one too. And I don't know if it's just that I'm so tired. Like I had a really hard time staying awake during the movie, and and now it's been all day. And mm-hmm. I'm. I I was going to say, Melinda. I know what you mean. I liked it, but I really don't think it was the best one there has been. I mean, I don't see that. There was part that I think they did really, really well, but other parts that I felt like they Hollywoodified it. They they, they mm-hmm. muted everything mm-hmm. and they, they didn't give me the punch that the books did. I felt a little gypped. Yeah. Well, we had it, parts of it, you know, the, the reviews that I've seen of it have all said, oh, well, it's just setting up for the second half. It's like, yeah, it's called the first half. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm supposed to do? Funny. At the end of the movie, did you have the feeling like when they stopped it, my whole theater just groaned like, oh, no, yeah. not now. You know, stop. But I felt like there really isn't that much more to go. I was at this point, I was like, come on, well, just finish well, it. I'm, so I'm glad for what they the reason they cut it where they did is that this means I hope at least that the last the second half will be like could be very close. The most faithful yeah. potential because they have the time yeah. to do it almost word by that, word. That's what it, and then they always add stuff. I really I, I know I wish that why do they have to add stuff? I, I don't know, but there were I 
two parts look, of this. We need to get any aftermath. I'm sorry. So, oh, yeah, oh, Melinda's Melinda, breaking up. Oh, these are my headphones that never give me any trouble either. Well, it could be that we have a lot of people on the line. This isn't what we usually, I mean. Well, that, I think I'm having a problem in that you're talking and I can't hear that you're talking. And so I'm talking over you and I don't want to talk better? over you. Right. What? Mm. That any better? A little <laughs> bit. You're you're soft. It's a little bit soft. And yeah, we're, we are talking over each other. Are we going to wait for Tina? No, but we're waiting for Jen. Jen was finishing Law and Order, was she, or is that somebody She's else? That was me. A picture of the ba- of the kiddo. I can't call him a baby anymore. And we're yeah. going to add Jen, and let's hope that this doesn't crush the whole thing. Hi, can everybody hear me? Yes. Yep, I can hear you fine. Yes. Okay, y'all are kind of like, uh, 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 and so I didn't know if I was the same. Yeah, I it, we're running into a bit of a problem. Kez, are you still having trouble to hearing us as well? Uh, no, everyone's yeah. fine. Yeah, everyone's fine on my back, end. Back to well, bed. Actually, I don't know anymore because people stopped talking. <laughs> <laughs> Say something. Uh-oh, we lost Jen. Hello, Keza. Hello, Keza. Oh, yeah, Keza. that's fine. How are things down under? Hello. It's hot. Hello, hello, hello. It's hot, hot. Oh, my because God, it's I was getting here. crabby. So, so previews. What previews wait, wait, did everybody wait, wait, wait. see? I have to tell you wait, what? my, oh, oh, my oh, inline okay. story first. So okay. I got there, but what in, story? My my inline for, story for waiting, waiting for in waiting line. in line story. Oh, waiting in line story. You already heard it, Kesley. Did I this morning? I'll be quiet then. <laughs> no worries. So I got there about an hour early, and the line was already almost to the door. So I got in line, and there were two girls in front of me, and I was trying to engage them, and they didn't want to have anything to do with me. And in front of them was a high school group, and they all had T-shirts, and they had stuff written on them, and it was really neat. But they all had really long hair. I couldn't see what the T-shirt said. But one girl actually acted out an entire scene, so that was kind of exciting. And then they let half the group go down the hall and get in line, and, and they stopped us right at where I was. And I was like, all right, this isn't any fun. So I turned around to talk to the people behind me. And I said something about Hat because I left Hat in the car when I saw the line because I knew that they'd make me take him off. And I said, yeah, I have the sorting hat out in the car, but I knew that they'd make me take it off. So I just left it out there. And the lady behind me said, I am a Harry Potter nerd. And I went to the book release, the last book release, and there was the best costume there that I've ever seen. And I really wanted to dress up like that tonight, but I didn't have a chance. And I said, oh, really? What was the costume? And she said, the fat lady. I said, that was me. <laughs> and it was she said i'd still talk about that to everybody I, I meet it was the best costume i've ever seen and then i was all embarrassed <laughs> but it, was, it was really cool to meet this person that remembered me i mean she didn't remember me as me but and then wow, from three years ago and the best part was she's like yeah I, i'm a total harry potter nerd and i know all the stuff and da 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 and i said really so you know all about wizard rock no i never heard of it well how about the very Potter <laughs> musical no i never heard of that either do you know the exhibits in seattle she's looking at her husband going we're going to seattle next weekend dear <laughs> wonder about like the existence of the casual fan like how do they go to the midnight book release in the midnight movie and not you know you know seek out more yeah she obviously knew a lot we talked and she had book smarts and and all of that she just didn't know the fringe stuff i was amazed at the number of people in the theater that had no idea the movie ended when it did because i said and that's it as it ended and people all around me were like that's it it's all done you can't leave it there and i thought we've known for (laughs) months where it's gonna end how can you not know this that's really there was no reaction in my theater collectively my theater seemed to know when it would end 
I know, I there's a lot of gasping and groaning in mine. I was confused because I was like, well, yeah, I knew where it was going to end, so I was expecting it to end. And I was looking at it, I'm like, there's actually a fair bit left to go. Like, I thought it was a good stopping place. Mm-hmm. Because they've yeah. come, it's mm-hmm. like they've come to a rest point now. That That's the sort of rest point of the movie, and it sort of action stops for several weeks, and they all they regroup, and it's, you know, yeah. so... I don't know. Mm-hmm. I felt it was a good stopping point. And, I mean, now you can make a big the confrontation with Voldemort. And, because in actual fact, although this doesn't seem to be that many chapters, there's some really quite extensive scenes still left. There's when Harry is talking to Dumbledore in the afterlife. Mm-hmm. It's gonna can be fairly long. There, if the past that he learns about Snape in the pen. The Prince's Tale. It's going to take a lot. And the Gringotts, I think, take a long time. Gringotts. At least yeah, an hour for King Prince's Tale. Yeah, the, the dragon. An hour for what, sorry? I said at least an hour for King Prince's Tale. You got the Prince's Tale, you got um, Harry talking to Dumbledore and the, the Gringotts scene, not to mention the final battle. And, I mean, Harry walking into the forest, I mean, how much can that, that can... That can be quite dramatic and, and whatnot. And and the fiend fire in the room of requirements there's actually several fairly big scenes that I think that they need if they want to do justice to those parts then there's heaps of them for them to do. So mm-hmm. and, and we have to have the Harry Dini reunion. <laughs> Come on, that needs to be serious. I up. would like them you know, as much as I say so I don't playing? like them to add things, I would actually like them to add something at the end because I don't like it in the book. The skip from the, the wear from wanting a sandwich to 19 years later. Yeah, I hope we get, because they've cut out so much of her already that I hope they give us a little more to explain how they end up married at the end. Mm-hmm. I was so well, mad. Not- Sorry, she's not even in it, but the fact that she was the one that stole the sword, they didn't even do that part. Yeah. I, I was frustrated. He, did he not look at her dot? He was looking at Snape. He wasn't looking oh, at Ginny. No well, because he just heard that Snape was the headmaster of Hogwarts, so he then went to the map, and maybe he wanted to confirm know, that by wearing Snape. No, but he could have at least looked for Ginny. Yeah, it would have been so How would, how would you see that, that in the movie, though? In all honesty, uh, I don't know. I guess... No, but he was looking to at... Me, I mean, they didn't have to keep putting it back in, but when he had the map in his hand looking at Snape, it, it would have been two seconds more to have him just yeah. put his finger on where Ginny was or something to show that he was thinking of her. It wouldn't have... You know, I was waiting before. to have a squee moment. Like, I thought it was coming next. Like, I literally, literally thought that they were going to have it, but they didn't. I oh. didn't. I didn't miss it. I, um, I liked, you know, the fight that he had with Ron that Ginny was the first name that Ron brought up and you could see Harry react to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I noticed that. And I noticed that more in the second viewing as well because I was looking for it. But Ginny was the first person Ron said because and it's like said to me that even Ron knew that that would be the, the name that Harry would react to. Because, you know, if it was me, I would say my parents. You know, if you, if you come from a family of that many kids and you pick your baby sister first, most people would go for parents. But I think it was rather telling that Ron said Ginny first and Harry's reaction is immediate. Because that's the person he's thinking of. So Ron went for mo- uh, most impact with that one. So maybe it was just too subtle. I don't know. <laughs> no, I did pick up on it. I, don't, I never really got attached to the dot thing. Yeah, see, it was one of the things I was very attached to. And I, it might have just been yeah. a, a culmination because they skipped so many of the things that I really, really wanted to see that I was just frustrated mm-hmm. by that point. Me too. 
like I feel like I what they did keep they did well. My only disappointment was that they didn't include more. But I think that's just because they can't. I mean, it can't be twenty hours long. I mean, I would have liked to see a lot. I would have liked to see, you know, Roger Callow. They did a very, very good what? job with the parts that they, they kept. But what I loved about the whole story, what, what, what was great to me, was the, the intensity and the emotional impact scenes. And I feel like those are the ones they muted. That, that I, I was, mm-hmm. like the whole scene between Harry and Lupin, when Harry gives him hell for, mm-hmm. for leaving taunts. They, they skipped that part. I felt like... They, they glossed over, um, like Ron, actually, I think they made much more lovable than he was in the books. Hermione was a nag yep. in the books, and they, they, they in, this la- in this final one anyway, I thought, they that. And then even um, Mr. Lovegood, I thought they made him much more sympathetic than he came off with. It was like everything was Hollywoodified. Anybody's flaws were just kind of, you know, glossed over a little bit. And that's what makes the characters in the books so human. So I was a little frustrated with the... The, the Hollywoodification, I guess, with the with the whole thing, if that makes any sense. Okay. I was uh. disappointed. That there, <laughs> the pieces that I was missing, I missed the scene between Dudley and Harry at the beginning. Ooh, yes. Yes. Again, that was another one of the high you emotional miss, ones. You missed Dudley. And, and you'll have to forgive me because I just came back from taking the dough out of the bread machine, and I'm I'm sorry if I'm reiterating anything that anybody has already said, but um, that was one of them that I missed. But it was interesting that they went straight to the borough instead of to uh, Ted and Andromeda Tonks. That I thought mm-hmm. was kind of easy yeah. to, to go over. Cause that I think really that was easy, say, yeah. Otherwise, that yeah. was an easy I, I mean, I missed there. them in the sense that I missed them, but I can see why it was cut. Yeah, with time. Well, it's just another, like, cheers, and I don't think we need to clog up. That, that, that would clog it up to go to the Tonks, to be quite honest. For a movie, it would clog it up. Especially since so, the way oh, I, they muted the whole Remus Tonks plot makes me think that it won't have the resonance that it would later. So I, I'm fine with it. I don't care. Okay, guys, hold on just a second. Let us introduce ourselves before we keep going crazy. I know who we are. Yeah, probably, but... Before we talk about the movie, what did you say, Melinda? I'm sorry. I said, no, I want to talk about about Naked Jenny. Jenny. Okay, well, first we're going to do this. You said that's getting saved for posterity. It's just like, (laughs) Melinda said we had something. (laughs) Naked Jenny. Oh, no. Um, My parents are seeing Harry Potter on. Melinda wants to talk about Naked Jenny. I do like that. Okay, you just, I, I, just, I thought George was very funny. A second. All right, Sue wants to introduce ourselves, so let's introduce ourselves to Sue. I'm waiting to see if okay. she's so still polite. here. I'm sure. She, I'm not sure she's here, but we'll try it, and we'll just have her say "Kaz" and stick her in somewhere. Um, she is on the go. <laughs> I have no idea what number this is, so we're just gonna say, "Welcome to Potterfic Weekly." I'm Sue. I'm Pia. I'm Linda. 
I'm Jen. I'm Keza. Yay! Yay! Oh, we yelled over Melinda, but I kind of heard you, Melinda. That's <laughs> okay. That's all right. I figured I, 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 somebody, we said it at the same time anyway, so. Yeah, I heard you somewhere <laughs> else, too. Okay. Are we going to go in order, or are you just going to yell out, Ginny's naked back and go? Ginny's naked back! Go no, okay. <laughs> uh, I, like I have a book, in case we wanted to go in order, I have the book here with me. I took notes. Can we just say that organized. I love movie. It was awesome. Yes. I Everybody's silent. I hated it. <laughs> I loved The it. movie as a whole. Was awesome. I agree. Was awesome. The end. I love <laughs> I don't think it was my favorite movie. I've heard, I've heard a lot of people saying it was oh, their no. favorite. And I don't I don't think it was my favorite. But there were definitely really. I liked no way. the time they gave, they gave to stuff. And I loved the way they did the three brothers. I thought that was wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was fantastic. Yeah, other parts of it, I was so disappointed that they skipped certain parts that just stuck with me. Again, to start at the beginning, what in particular? One, I like, like I said, I like the emotional scenes. And I thought one of the best emotional scenes at the beginning of this book was when Scrimgeour comes and does the reading of the will. Mm-hmm. But they yeah. skipped. Some of the the intent, like that part where he burns the hole in Harry's shirt, and yeah, like later Hermione so explained what she was waiting for about the, the 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 flesh memory. But that was so much later. They they missed mm-hmm. the intensity of that scene by not explaining really what was going on at the time. I, I was very disappointed in the way they did that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you knew that he had done something I, because of the he had it in the handkerchief and he wasn't touching it. But unless you right. had read the story, you didn't know what was going on. No, and then Speaking the, the, the that, parts where they were fighting, and even the fighting between the three of them and Scrimgeour, you didn't even get the hint that there was animosity there. I, I was like, I, I just thought it could be done so much better than it was. They they took out the impact of a lot of the scenes that were my favorite, including that one. I just felt yeah. like they, they dulled it down, and it's like, why do you do that? But overall, yeah, I, I, overall, they did a good job. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree I with just that. wonder if part two, if part two will be everyone's favorite movie ever. Because this one, like if we're comparing book to movie, I felt that this one was still the closest yet. Yes. Yes. Well, not as close as number one. No. I think number one is still no, not very, yet. very close. Well, right. number I, I forgot about two, number number one, <laughs> yeah. My problem yeah. is, right, that I find it very frustrating when people talk about whether or not it's close to the book because it's a, it's a movie. It's going to be adapted. It is not going to be the same, and it shouldn't be the same. And I find it so frustrating that people measure whether or not the movie's any good by how close it was to the book. And I think that we have to take it and say, was it a good movie? Because I think it was a good movie. Whether or not it was close to the book and whether or not it pulled all the elements from the book that we liked, I think that's a question. But I think, was it a good movie? I think, yes, it was a really good movie. Did it take all the elements from the book? Maybe not. But did, did it need to? I don't think it needed to. I think it got I, I, I think it really a good movie. <laughs> what? Uh, I'm laughing because all I three of you jumped in at once. Go, <laughs> I can see where you're coming from with that. With Was it a good movie? And yes, it was a good movie. But when it's a movie based on a book, especially one as big as this franchise is, you have to take the book into account. You can't just go, it's not a standalone, and you can't make it a standalone. Agreed. It has to be based on the book because you're going in with a whole audience full of people with the preconceived notions of what it should be. You don't have an open slate when it's based on such a popular series. So I, I think that they don't have as much leeway as 
as they try to have. That's my. I know it's like it. going to see. It's like going to see Titanic. I mean, you know, the boat's going to sink. Titanic sinks. <laughs> yeah, but it's gotta happen. You should just gotta have Not everybody seen it. But see, I think we have more creative input with the Titanic sinking because it's at such a far removed distance. Okay, yeah, we know the boat's going to go down, but you have all those different characters that you don't know, and you can make anything up about it. You can make the story all around it. Whereas with the Harry Potter movies, they're not that far. I mean, it was only two years ago that this book came out. And people know they all. We all have our favorite parts. We're all very invested in it. I mean, we wouldn't be showing up. My 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 little theater sold out four whole theaters just on this one alone. And we're that invested, showing up at midnight with all these costumes on. We want to see what what we've come to know is the story. And I don't. It doesn't have to be exact. I, I thought Chamber of Secrets was exact, and it was boring as sin. But <laughs> it has to. <laughs> It, it, uh, you know, and that's a good argument, too. Like, it, do they make it a little different so it's not so dull? I mean, there was definitely some scenes in this movie that I thought were fabulous, like the dance, the little dance scene. Mm-hmm. That one in the book, and I thought it was so great. I mean, y'all may disagree. I personally liked the Harry Hermione moments, <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, <laughs> really? <laughs> I did. There was a lot of, what was the word that I Robin used earlier? Her. Hermione. What's the ship called? Hermione. Hermione. Is that right? Harmony. There was a lot of that in this movie. No, there wasn't. I didn't get that. I, got, I did not see any. I, I thought this movie. Oh, she's talking. <laughs> I thought this movie had the That's least Hermione moments in it. Because. Well, they made it so clear that they were only friends, and I thought that was very important. That's but. Crazy. For people who, like, I sat next to this girl. This is the first movie out of all of them that I've ever been where I sat next to someone who literally has never read a book. And literally through the whole movie, she was, like, gasping and going, oh, my gosh, because everything was so new. And I was just turning to her, like, looking at her, like, really? <laughs> you didn't know? <laughs> but, um. <laughs> I, oh, I have to tell I know, you a story. I have to tell you a story later. Sorry, keep going. No, Dan, go ahead. Tell your story. I would wonder if in that moment, the dancing moment, whether they thought, whether somebody that hasn't read the books would have thought that maybe that was something going on there. I think they did it really you know, clear, At the end, though, but there was a few minutes, there was a few moments in where he lays his like head. The and he after they like, stopped dancing, so like, you can the think, back of my brain is still back in the shift wars. It was like, holy crap, they're going to kick it. <laughs> I know. See, I'm telling you, it was there. Yes, yes, they would end it, and yes, they made it clear that they were only friends and blah blah blah. But there were moments where maybe. <laughs> See, I just I, I was whatever you think. Book, I have to tell you this story though. This has got nothing to do with Harry Hermione, but we're talking. You're talking about the person you're sitting next to who hasn't read the books, and they're like, "Gosh, oh, oh, Mr. Kazar has not seen read the book." And he insists on going with me to the movies because it's like a date. And That's I went with husband. him. To, I took him to Half Blood Prince. This is my husband. Took him to Half Blood Prince, and he was such a down. And he's like, oh, "Those are crap movie." And I walked out there, thinking, "No, oh, it's a crap movie." I actually love Half Blood Prince. Anyway, so I I took a chance on him again. I said, "All right, you can come to the movie with me." But I went to see it with my niece first because you know I don't need the down. He came on my second viewing. Anyway, we're sitting there in the movie and he's jumping at all the right parts and he's like, wow, you know. And then he turns around and he goes up, he, he turns to me near the end of the movie with this accusing face and goes, Dobby died. You didn't tell me Dobby died. I can't believe that. What did he ever do to her? 
<laughs> he's innocent and he was and I was like looking at him going oh yeah you didn't know that and he loves Dobby he thinks Dobby's the best thing it's like Chamber of Secrets he watched Chamber of Secrets and now it's like Dobby is his favourite character next to Voldemort and he got really Can I just say I Dobby hated Dobby he didn't know <laughs> pardon I hated him I hated him from the book I hated him in Chamber and this movie I bawled when he died I was so sad. I, I love Dobby. I in this loved movie. him. In oh, you want to know what cut me up more than Dobby's death? Hermione obliviating parents. Yeah, that was hard. I was that sobbing. Was oh. Like that was the most. That, that was, was the hardest hard. I cried in the movie. Uh, and I already you know, drank water to break from the picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was yeah, definitely. I, you know that, that, that I was found? fantastic. You know the bit that we've got um, mud bud cast into her arm? Mm-hmm. Her screams yeah. were absolutely chilling. Absolutely oh, yeah. terrifying. I have never she been a fan so of Emma Watson, but I thought that, she did a great job throughout the whole thing. I thought that okay. was When Ron got clenched, right. her reaction when Ron got yeah. clenched, I, I had chills. It was so... I, um, I cried several yeah. times in this but movie. I, <laughs> I, I, oh, me too. I, I, I think I was, I mean, throughout when I was reading the book, I like, I think I practically had tears in my eyes the whole time. Like, it was very awesome where oh, I would just fall. stop and cry. I had to. When when Fred died, I had to, like, put the book down and, and, and leave for a minute. It was too much. Or, yeah, I did that when Hedwig died. Mm-hmm. I did book, too. Not so much I really, I think, I, not in the I, I say, I put the book down, like, I think it's three times, and it, it was the first time with when he invited Paolo and he acting memorial, and he sees all the messages there. The second time was all this time, always, and the third time was when he's going into the forest. That's what that's the times I had to put the book down because I couldn't see to read because I was crying so hard. Who who else actually jumped man. after the, uh, the snake crawled out of the, the woman? I jumped yes. like nine times because of the stupid snake. I about fell out of times. my seat. You know when he comes, when the snake comes up uh, back out of the stairwell, when yes. Harry and Hermione are hiding, and Hot yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. and then they're waiting, waiting. That both times I jumped. I was like, I knew it was coming the second time, waiting, 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 and I still jumped. <laughs> it's like with the Inferno, no, right? When in the last movie, you yeah, know yeah. they're going to grab him. It doesn't matter how many times you see yeah, the movie. Still, you know they're going to grab him. Oh, and you still me, oh jump. you know what else? It's it was not. um. When when Voldemort pops the top off of his wand and you hear the head of the snake hit the table, that like freaked me out because I didn't realize like how enthralled I was. Yeah, I know. Just, Watching him with the, shake. With the muggle study teacher. Who shakes? It the was whole terrifying. Scene the muggle study teacher, I thought was was a great scene. Yeah, yeah it was the, the Death Eaters it, rock. You know what I, I did? That they, they really did a big job. Yes. It was IMAX. I didn't know I it was, thought it was IMAX. The first, when when Snape what? was walking, I thought it was Hogwarts. I know, I don't mm-hmm. know why. And then we and then and then I forgot that there was a Death Eaters meeting. I was like, because I was like, why is he I Hogwarts? I wanted to see the peacocks, though. <laughs> I know, I missed the peacocks. He didn't have any yeah. peacocks. I, I wanted the peacocks. I thought well, because in the book, he's not alone, is he? When he walks in, no, he's no. with the Axley. No, he's no, with the Axley. Axley and something and else. And that's too, why it threw yeah. me off. I the like, Dumbledore scene kind of made me sad. The the where he goes into the where they're in um Sirius Black's house, like Grimmauld Grimmauld place. Sorry, my mind went away. I thought when that the book's version the was much better. Dusty door. Yeah, where you just oh yeah, the, the like he's like the a tongue tie or whatever. Dusty door. He's like, err, bye. Well, before we go there, <laughs> I I have something to say about Charity. I thought that the single tear coming out of her eye at the very end of that scene was great. Yeah, I like how you could. 
tell that you could tell that like it was a little clue to Snape, like because I because you didn't get you know other things. I feel like they added enough so that you might wonder that he's really a good guy because you could tell that was hard on him. I mean, Alan Rickman, that was his only theme, and it was. I, I I read I forget who said it, but somebody I was reading their post today said it was the best one he's ever done, and I would agree with that because it was it was he did a really good job just not having much to do at I all. Forgot. In yeah, I also I um, forgot that we didn't know he wasn't good. <laughs> I thought that <laughs> that Voldy was a little bouncy. <laughs> He was just like a kid. Something he was stronger. <laughs> that was it. I think the, 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 the cinematography, whatever it's called, on his nose. It was off. It wasn't consistent. Oh, yeah, I kept seeing his nose here every once in a while. I was like, wait a minute. That's not right. It, it yeah. was distracting. Yeah, that, I just yeah, felt that it wasn't as well done. Now that you mentioned it, I think so, too. Yeah, I noticed that. But, yes, he, he was wasn't chipper. Right. And it was weird to see him like that. It was weird because, in some ways, he acted like one of them instead of like I am God. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like right. I feel like he wasn't—he wasn't like unattainable enough. Like he's. Yeah, he was—he was a bad man. A, <laughs> not really. Yeah, he was but, almost yeah. giddy at times, <laughs> just very living on a high. Mm-hmm. I want to go back just for a second. Um, Jen said she was happy with the Harry Hermione stuff, and I know going into this movie, I was very. I, I was hesitant because I'd heard so much about the dance and I was like, what did they do now? And the whole thing. But to be honest, I didn't get it at all. I thought, I thought it came off as super. No, platonic I'm looking at Harry and Harry there. But yeah, it was, I it was platonic. It was, it was very platonic. In the book, I was always very much a Harry Ginny shipper. I loved Harry Ginny and I couldn't care less almost about Ron and Hermione. I didn't, they, they didn't phase me that much, but I have to say coming out of this movie, I was cheering on Ron and Hermione. I thought they were incredibly sweet. Yeah, I loved the way they were portrayed. Oh. Especially, like, oh, you in the ministry. And yeah, she yeah, the on him. And Hermione's face. <laughs> <laughs> and even though she's wonderful. wearing something else, like, she could just tell, she's like, what? Oh my goodness. No. <laughs> she's like, got the whole jealous but, uh, going. Ron right. came off as so endearing during that whole scene. I, I just thought it, 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 he was very, very good. My wife's down there all alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're not married. Why did that guy look constipated when he was walking? What was wrong with him? Like, I think he was trying to walk like Dan, but really he looked like he... I don't know. He was nervous. I don't know what he was supposed to do. I thought it was a good... I thought that the, the other people did a good job of pretending that they were somebody else. You know, I think you wouldn't walk naturally if you were in somebody else's body especially if you're in the ministry and you have no idea what you're supposed to do or where you're supposed to go or even what your job is i thought that they that that's the impression i got and i thought they did it really well when harry was exploring the ministry while also trying to keep out of of trouble which one they were too just the whole body actions and and, and reactions sorry yeah i thought they did a really good job of, of showing you even like the scared look on on the catamole face who was supposed to be Ron and just the, the awkward body movements exactly that were just so blatantly yeah. Harry. I thought it was Because also keep in mind, Ron got pulled into doing actual work. Harry was trying to avoid people that would make him do work because he didn't know how to do it. I mean, he didn't, what, what happened to Ron to happen to him? Right. In the book, he's under the cloak, which they can't really do in the movie because you wouldn't be able to see him, but 
Well, and you saw the newspapers when with the Monaga scene, but you didn't get the impression that they researched it as much as we know that they did in the book. So it was almost like Harry didn't know what a big deal his person yeah. was. Right, because it they did in the book, I was just flipping through it, in the book when they pulled in the people, they knew who they were instead of just pulling in three random people. Yeah, but in the book, the same thing happened in the book. Harry didn't realize what a big, what a jerk, I think, basically. Cressel, I think was his name. Remember, he even had a, a conversation with Mr. Weasley, and he, and he was shocked at the how much Mr. Weasley obviously didn't Brent like Corn, him. Corn, his name. Yeah. Brent Corn, okay. I thought they did deliberately pick them because Mafalda Hopkirk worked with Umbridge, and they did that on purpose because they needed to get to Umbridge. Yeah, but they didn't really show that research in the movie. Yeah, that they it, did I know the they books. did in the they did it in the book. They did it deliberately, but in the movie they didn't show you. I mean, but then again, in the movie they didn't really explicitly make anything clear. Though I did think they had some nice touches of little details that were probably missed by probably missed by casual audiences or audiences that had read the book. And I appreciated a lot of those. You know, the other thing. The other thing with movies is, though, how boring would it have been to have been a scene where Hermione sits there lecturing Ron and Harry? Okay, now we need to get this type of mystery person, and I've done some research, and I know, you know, that just doesn't fit in the movie. I'm like, we'd all fall asleep before they got to the ministry. Yeah. Right. How? Right, right. I thought but that's what I think, that there's something the you have to infer. And as you're watching the movie, even a casual observer, you're like, oh, Umbridge has come and she's collected the Hermione Mafalda person. Oh, that's probably why they chose her. That's something that you can infer and make that inference. Otherwise, you're sitting there and you're force you're force feeding everything to right. the audience and not letting them do any of the thinking for themselves. And that doesn't make a very good movie. That's the most boring movie on the planet. So, I don't think we needed to have everything because we can sit there and go, oh yeah, that's why they chose her, mm-hmm. you know. And I think the other thing was like it doesn't say specifically why they chose that particular bloke. But I think very, you know how he was saying earlier, oh, they're going to spend half the movie in Polyjuice and they didn't Polyjuice him for the wedding, which I thought was a good choice. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other one was and I love and they did physical like similarities. So you could remember who was who. Right. The physical similarities. Like yeah, the tall dark one was Harry. The tall red head was Rob. And the, the woman with the sort of blondie brownie hair was Hermione. They had similar features, you know, so that you could remember who they were. <laughs> on the polyjuice part, I was so happy. The line that Harry used, it wasn't from the book, but I actually liked it better when, when they went to um, Godric's Hollow. Oh, yes. That I was yes, born yes, here right. going back with my own face. I loved that line. I thought that, right. that, that, that I was very happy. Yeah, but it was a good, I mean, I was not upset that they didn't. I think there's feasibility. I mean, they didn't polyjuice themselves at Godric's Hollow, and I think that was fine because they had limitations. I am glad they did it for the ministry because I was doubting it that they would when I realized they wouldn't they do, it do it for the, the ministry. The so I know. I think they chose perfect physical resemblance people, like so that you could they, you could still remember who they were. Right. No, even though Ron right. forgot. Yeah. Hey, Ron, it's me. Yeah, I forgot what you look like. <laughs> but that's from the book too. So I mean that worked. I know, but it's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was because, Ron was yeah, there. I he that, whole, great that whole sequence was good. So we, yeah, like he puts his head over the top of the the toilet thing, and he's like, "We have to flush ourselves down." And the combination of of um, Rupert Grint's voiceover with the facial expressions of that actor, I thought were absolutely spot on and fantastic. Yeah, I thought came yeah, across yeah. really well. It was. I thought he was the best. I mean, that guy did the best job of playing on. Yeah. Yeah. 
did absolutely. And I liked how those adult actors actually took on some of the physical. I think Ron's was the best. The physical ways of moving, mm-hmm. um, of you know, because you could tell the way that which who was moving for the movement. But the, you know, the person who actually did it the best was Dan Radcliffe in the Seven Potters. Right. And when he took on the movement of the, and the twins and the Mundungus and Hermione and, the twins, and Ron. They, and he took down on Each Harry Potter was different and Dan Radcliffe did that brilliantly. He the did. way that he moved his yeah, body was, and everything. But that fan scene was very funny. And they took a was, lot of the that. The floor right? one was that. Yes. Sorry? Because it wasn't just that. that. You could tell later they're sitting on the back of a cestrel and they're kind of cuddling. (laughs) (laughs) I know. (laughs) Maybe. Uh, Made me laugh. And I thought they did a really good job introducing Bill because I know that was a concern because we hadn't met him. And I I thought. I like that they didn't pretend we already knew him. They didn't just pretend. Right. They said, okay, put him in in the movie. So Harry will meet him now. And that. Yes, it's moved, but you know that works. <laughs> to me, it works. I know. Yeah, I heard but, someone yeah, who it was works for me. I, I was fine with that. Yeah, yeah I miss, I mean, had... part of my problem is just that they hadn't had Bill earlier. So, I mean, I yeah. but introducing him, they had to introduce him. I thought it was good that they didn't pretend that he had been there the whole time. Right. You know what I'm going to find interesting is are they going to completely ignore Charlie or do we get him in the last movie? We'll see. In the, the last movie, he doesn't have any well, lines. Well, they have with his goblet of fire as a silhouette, you know. But you know what I mean? Like, because he's supposed to lead a bunch of people back into Hogwarts. Is it going to be he's going to pass Harry on the steps? Oh, hi, Harry. And it's like, oh, hi, you must be Charlie. <laughs> in the middle of the battle. I don't know. <laughs> I, think, I think they'll Charlie? probably just cut him entirely. They're going to yeah, cut I him entirely. Which I'm not, Are they, not 100%. Do we know if Horace is, is in it? Because there needs to be somebody because... It's Charlie and Horace to the characters we know that come back. So I think it needs to be at least one of them coming back to show people came back. Well, they and, might make, they might you know, make Horace or, it would, or it would be a horde of random strangers, you know? That's what I'm thinking. They'll put in people like, um, you know, who, Cormac McLaggen. My father will hear about this. Um, <laughs> and um, Seamus. But they could, even, do, and that they they could even have Bill take that role because... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They Ooh, could just, you're just smart. use Bill again for that. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's, that's a good idea. Since we just uh, mentioned Cormac and my father will hear about this, I just have to step in for Jules and say, Woot, Neville! Yay! Yes, I, I love know. That I, was I, was so glad. I love that. He was like, hey, losers. Yeah. He's not He's here. Not here. Well, I'm looking forward to I'm really hoping they don't cut Neville's part in the last movie. They better His not. Big. I, I doubt they it. will. They better not, because Matthew Lewis deserves it. He is so he just, good. And I, I'm hoping that they won't, because the fact that he stood up on the train, and it's like a foreshadowing of he's, he's the one that stood up on the train. But he's the one that You can kind of tell that, that Neville and Ginny sitting there, I kind of think that they're starting to plan the resistance. Right. You know? Yeah. That's what so I got. It's got to be Neville stands up and says, yeah, and, and it's, so it's got to be Neville, has, it has to carry over and Neville gets to do his Dumbledore's army cry and all that kind of stuff. He has to. Yeah. I said so. Okay, yep. well, we'll <laughs> send him a note, Keza. We'll tell him. Keza says so. You fix it. It's not there. You can go back and film it. I'll, I'll tweet. I'll tweet Matthew. And, yeah, tweet and, Matthew um, and tell him that we want that scene. And say, so, you know, or I'm going to boycott. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't be able to boycott. True. I'm not. Speaking of plot threads that were missed or not brought up, now they did not introduce Ariana, so I wonder if they're going to cut that. She was a picture in the book. book. 
in the book, the first mention is the grave, and they didn't find the grave in the movie, so I'm wondering if they aren't doing that at all. I think they will cut no, it because I've had a lot of Dumbledore's at all. Yeah, they just barely mentioned They didn't them. mention Dumbledore's yeah. story. What, the only thing, it was no, the Aunt Muriel that was telling the story. I think well, it wasn't, it was a you know woman. That woman that, that, yeah, it's supposed to be Aunt Muriel, they never said who she was, but in the book it's Aunt Muriel. Yeah. Um, but you, she made the comment that Dumbledore something, and after that nasty business with the muggles, but then you don't hear anything else about it. It focuses more on the fact that, yes, there's a book and there's this expose and there's doubts in Harry's mind you didn't know him, which I think feeds into his ideas that I don't know what I'm doing here and Dumbledore's left me this task and Ron's reiterating, you don't know what you're doing and Dumbledore didn't tell you. And, and so Harry's got this doubt going on about Dumbledore, but the, but, They've skipped the actual story because I think that would just add too much to the movie. In all honesty, it yeah. was very. I know it's probably. I'm. I'm not surprised. I'm just mentioning that that something that I'm basing it on what wasn't in this one makes me wonder if it's something they dropped from the second one, and this is our first indication of that, just because there was the grave. Yeah, I don't think it needs it though. To be perfectly honest with you, as long as you've got the story with Grindelwald. You know, we know that Grindelwald and Dumbledore were friends. Right. And we know that Dumbledore I thought it was very there. light on that too, but... It was light on that, but because what it needs to be, we need to get the main thread that... And it was actually quite hard to follow, I found, in the movie. I don't know. Uh, but, you know, but I, he's got Ollivander. He's telling about the wand, and, and then he goes to Grigorovich, and he says that Grindelwald has it, and then he goes to Grindelwald, and Grindelwald says Dumbledore has it. And so this makes me sorry, I was worried that they were this is going to turn into another Marauders map business. Because, I think it will to like, that they didn't explain I they, first of all they didn't explain they explained the story of the three brothers, but they didn't explain like the cult of the Deathly Hallows at all. Right. But I think yeah. also it goes back to what I was saying before where they, they eliminated any of the flaws of the character. Like like some of this was went back to some of Dumbledore's flaws. And again, they, yeah. they, they muted it. They, they cut out everybody's. I think they just, the good guys are the good guys and the bad guys are the bad guys. And they, they very muted the, yeah. the multi-dimensional characters. That, yeah, that, I was that really created. hoping for more of it because I'm a, I'm a Dumbledore Grindelwald fan, but it, I mean, I'm not surprised they cut it, but I'm just, you know, I'm still disappointed. Mm-hmm. But what I really missed was Regulus, the cutting of the importance of Regulus Black and why he got the locket and how significant that, that was because I found and that one of the most compelling. How, how creature became yes. that way? It's the high emotion. They just toned it all down. Yeah. That's what frustrates so much. The creature part, and he looked different to me. I'm sure that he wasn't, but it just kind of was weird. I loved His how nose they... was really, really big. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I loved That's how they added Dobby to that scene. Oh, love Dobby now. It's so funny. Before. Because, uh, you asked hey, me I've never been a Dobby fan. Never, never. Oh, my husband loves But this movie, Dobby won me over. I mean, oh. I knew he was a giant, so you always you know, I, I don't let myself get too attached when I know what's coming. But I, he really no. did win me over. I thought he was Dobby. It was a lot of fun. I, mm-hmm. I loved it when he came in and they're on the kitchen table in Grimmauld Place and Creature's trying to speak and Dobby just elbows in front of him. Yeah, <laughs> that was true. <laughs> so Creature can't walk and he's stabbing Mundungus. And I thought, because I hated Creature as well, and I thought that was awesome. But I love when he apparates into the, um, the dungeon of Malfoy Manor. 
and and Harry's like Dobby, and Dobby's like yeah, <laughs> and, and Dobby's like, and, and it's you know, like Harry is like I'm surprised to see you, and Dobby is like why are you surprised to see me? I will always be here for you, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And he's like, and he's like okay, you, you can you get out of here, Dobby. Out of here? I'm an elf. Yeah, I'm an elf. Perfect. <laughs> but the best part. The best part was when he's sitting on the chandelier unscrewing it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then Bellatrix, of course, he's trying to kill me. Yeah, can that we that just not trying to kill? He only maimed. Or perhaps he's just serious. I thought that she was fabulous. Everything she was in, she was just great. Bella? Bella. I think she was wonderful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So she just, evil. She just, she just looks like she thoroughly adores acting in Fane. It's just, she, uh, she's Oh, I'm sure she does. She does. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, um, I cannot just, wait. We better get to hear the bitch heard around the world. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be beside myself if they, they cut that line. They can't. If there's anything they, they can't, they, they can't uh, cut that. Well, yeah. there's, there's plenty that they did that I didn't want them to do, but that's the one you cannot mess with that line. No, that's, that's iconic. Yeah, I would be, see, I'm almost disappointed, like, here's the thing, here's the thing that disappointed me about the beginning, like, talking about parallelism and symmetry, Expelliarmus. They didn't do it, they didn't do it at all. They did do it, and the important, I mean, that is so important. That's true. And it's at the end. Harry was half, Harry was half dead when he tried to see Voldemort, meet Voldemort in midair, so. Oh, although he stupefied and didn't Expelliarmus the other death either. Yeah, I was disappointed that he stupefied. He could have Expelliarmus because A, that's what gave him away, and B, that he he does Expelliarmus at the end. Yeah, unless they're going to change that too. I would be so pissed. See, the reason I'm worried about Uh, the the line with Bellatrix is because I think they've taken away so much of, of Ginny throughout this whole thing that that was the whole thing that, that brought that on was that Ginny almost gets killed at that point. I, I, I'm not completely confident they're even going to do that. That yeah. would be very sad because yeah. that's, like I said, it's it's iconic. That has to be there. But, mm-hmm. you know, that's what we say and we're not the people making the movies, so. Yeah. You know, you know the bit that I thought was a little bit of symmetry the first movie, not 100%, but a little bit is they're walking along, they've just defeated the Death Eaters in the cafe, right? So near the beginning of the movie. They're walking along, the trio's walking along, and they're, oh, you still got the trace on you. No, you shouldn't have the trace on you, mate, because you know you're 17. And Hermione stops dead yeah. and goes, oh, your birthday, <laughs> we made you a cake and everything. And Harry turns and looks at her and he's like, yeah, mate, I'm alive, so it doesn't really matter. And, and you can hear Ron in there going, she needs to sort out her priorities. <laughs> what I heard in my head. <laughs> oh, right, perspective, you know. And I'm thinking, she has sorted out her priorities, <laughs> you know. She's, it, and it just reminded me of that little scene where she's like, you could get us killed or even worse, expelled, <laughs> you know. And she's going, oh, I'm, my I'm gosh, looking, I hope they killed. keep. We made you a birthday cake and forgot to give it to you. <laughs> I mean, I, I hope they keep, um, are you a witch or not? Or are you a wizard or not? Mm-hmm. I think they've replaced it with always the tone of surprise. Yeah, that's true. And they mm-hmm. played that's on that one quite up. a bit. Always the tone of surprise. Because <laughs> they've done that over the last couple of movies. Mm-hmm. So they may not. I liked Ron in this movie. I thought Ron was brilliant. I have been a huge Rupert Grint fan. I've liked him in Isolation. I liked him in the um, love chocolate scene in the last movie in Half Blood Prince. Before that, it was really like, yeah, I could give or take, you know, take or leave Ron. In this movie, I was just thinking, it's really good. I liked Ron. There you go. That's just what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm just 
hoping for the last one because, gosh, there's so much that they can't cut. Yeah. And we sort of almost talked about the naked back Ginny, but um, I also wanted to talk about uh, George interrupting the kiss <laughs> with the toothbrush. Yeah, I like that better. I like <laughs> that better. Oh, the toothbrush. I like that better than Ron bashing in the door and going, what did George get? Yes. I just thought it was more interesting. And the expression on that uh, on George's face, and he just raises his eyebrow and winks and stuff. <laughs> And Harry and Ginny are both sort of standing there going, wow. Harry tucking his tail between his legs as he runs away. I just thought yeah, it's it like, was a wonder <laughs> I loved it. I, I, yes, the birthday kiss, but I see the thing I hated about the birthday kiss where Ron comes in and interrupts it, and I just felt that, that this way I preferred it, mm-hmm. I think, in, in a lot of ways. I don't mind reading about Ron interrupting it, but I didn't want to see the kiss interrupted because Hermione interrupted their hug at the beginning of the last movie, and... I didn't need it interrupted with Ron being an idiot. So I much preferred the way George just sort of slunk in and sat down and gave him a wink. (laughs) And then they just got embarrassed. I did like it. I did like it. It can't replace the the kiss in my mind. And I'm I'm somebody that said I liked the Harry Jenny in Half-Blood Prince movie better than in the book. But here I prefer the birthday kiss, but I still like Jenny's naked back. Mm -hmm. Why did he have his toothbrush in his ear, though? Yeah, that was... (laughs) That was, yeah, a, that was a, a surprise. surprise. Mm-hmm. But that I was, was a good one. Why would you do that? <laughs> I couldn't understand. Well, they, and obviously, and I wrote in my notes here, I, I wrote in my notes here that uh, um, obviously they just hadn't broken up and that it, they obviously <laughs> didn't break up. She, she knows he has to go and he knows. They never really got together. They didn't. They, they, they yeah, they did. Right at the end of the movie, Hermione tells Harry, Ron's okay with it, you know, you and Ginny. Ron's okay with it. Yeah, but they never, they, I don't know, I, I, I think it's very... It wasn't, it wasn't like in the book. I mean, but I mean... It yeah. was a little bit too like... subtle, maybe. <laughs> very subtle. It's too subtle? I don't know. Because she goes up to Dumbledore. I wrote, um, I just lost it again. She knows he has to go, and he knows she knows. I said the kiss was more than sweet, almost desperate on his part. Mm-hmm. That's what I got mm-hmm. from from that. And what was the hell was stuck in George's hole? The toothbrush. The toothbrush. The toothbrush. <laughs> I couldn't tell if it was a spoon or what. It was. <laughs> well, the toothbrush. And I think he had to be doing it to just to break up the monotony. I don't know because oh, he was. When he first walks by, when you see him sneaking up behind to be in position, he's brushing his teeth. And I thought to myself, he's brushing his teeth. What in the world is going on? And then when they showed the picture of him and he had that toothbrush sticking out of his ear hole, it was hysterical. I get it. He couldn't stick it behind his ear. So right. stuck it in his <laughs> Oh, my God. That's like, oh, my God. And it wasn't stuck the bristle end in his head. It was the opposite end that was stuck in his head. The bristle end was on the right. outside. Right. Yeah. You know, well, you like, wouldn't want to stick it. Yeah, but it was like, that was funny. Because I'm oh, looking at it sorry. going, what the hell is he got stuck in his Yeah, I didn't what? realize what it was. Yeah. Oh, oh Lord. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Nothing like a toothbrush in your ear. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jerry was, because Ginny was like, 
somebody is watching us. And Harry was like, Whoa, somebody's watching us. Holy, <laughs> holy. <laughs> I like the fact that when he, when he zipped her up, he kind of trailed his hand along her shoulder after he zipped her up. You couldn't see it because he was, yeah. you could see his arm move over, but you couldn't see his hand because his body was in the way from the camera. But it was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he didn't stop uh, the zipping up. He had a cocktail. Had a cocktail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Of course. Skin. So soft, the skin. Yes. Especially along My the back. <laughs> I never really noticed. <laughs> Which does so. <laughs> oh, no. Anyway. I'm going to catch up here. I'm going to go back a little bit here. I thought Bella act like a flat dog. But she said, oh, I want to. And he says, I want to kill Harry Potter. And she kind of cowers. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> you know. She wanted to please yeah, him. Yeah, well, she doesn't want to anger him. She no, doesn't she want to anger, anger him. She wants him so bad. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, the, the, uh, and the other thing that got me was Harry looking at the cupboard under the stairs. Yeah. Um, it's like, oh. Yeah, I, I thought that was, that was done very well. And the little much, toy children. Much, like every fanfic ever written, it's not in the book. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering if I was missing it. Because I was waiting for the scene. I was waiting for the scene where Ryan and Hermione see it and freak oh, out. No. And I'm like, no, that's the seven horror crack. Seven horror It's not exactly Helen. You got him confused. Yeah. <laughs> Melina wouldn't know anything about um, that. No, not yeah. at all. What I liked was the little figure, the little toy soldier that was on the the shelf in his cupboard. Mm -hmm. If you remember back in in Philosopher's Stone, the the first movie, yeah, little Harry was playing with little figures like that in there at one point when they went together. So I I thought that was very nice. When yeah, I thought it was too. Nailing the door shut. Harry is playing with um, army men. Yes, little figure. Yeah, we go to the the seventh Potters, the seven Potters, and seeing he, he, he Dan's eyebrows on Emma just about. Oh, that me. was foul. <laughs> <laughs> was that was funny. just. Yeah. My favorite part still was right after both Fred and George took the potion, and then they they shrink, and they yeah. go down, yeah, yeah. level. <laughs> that was so funny. They bend their their knees. Yeah, yeah, they bend their knees and they go shoot right down. <laughs> we are identical. I'm so glad they kept that because then they're not. Yeah, but yeah, that, well, and and when yeah. go ahead, they had a lot of the um words from the book from there. Yeah, all those lines yes, they, they were from there. Harry, your eyesight exactly. really is awful. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I really appreciate it. Is that, that from the book? Because it was brilliantly yes, done. Yes, I just can't remember it. That's from the book. That's from the book. <laughs> yeah. I missed yeah. why Harry was dressing the first time I saw the movie. Because I missed Mad-Eye telling him, you need to change too. Because everybody in the theater was laughing so yeah. hard. You I couldn't didn't hear him say it. I didn't realize that they were all in the same clothes. Because in the book, I forget yes. why I didn't. For some reason, I came away. I didn't realize that they were all dressed in the same clothes. But they yeah. were, obviously. <laughs> he had that bag of clothing that everybody changed into. Um, yeah. I thought it was. And I couldn't. I also missed wasn't it the first in the time. Book, wasn't Tonks one of the Harrys? Like, I thought she was one of the Harrys because she could do it herself. But maybe I'm wrong. No, because no, no. she took no. Ron. Yeah, she had Ron. She took Ron. Oh, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Tonks was with Ron. I missed where Hagrid got yeah. knocked out in the first movie. 
and had to watch for it in the second. And then I couldn't figure yeah, out why Harry cried out after, you know, Hedwig gets hit and then Harry yeah. cries out in pain. And I'm like, what? And then I realized it was because of Voldemort. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Voldemort. yeah. The yeah, electrical I just, line I kind of down. thought driving the motorcycle on the road was stupid. I think what happened was the uh, uh, levitation spell kept going on and off. That's why they kept yeah. hitting the ground. Yeah, and up or something. Yeah, and trying to get away from the Death Eaters. Yeah, I don't What better way to do it than just oh, crying out loud? Okay, go ahead, everybody, talk. No, finish your thought, Kelly. Kelly, finish your thought, and then PS can go. My thought was that they were trying to lose the Death Eaters in the traffic. That was why they were on the ground. That's why they were in the tunnel. They were trying to lose the people on the brooms that were following them in the traffic. Go ahead. That's okay. it. Okay. I didn't like, they didn't mention Snape. Because for one thing, in the book, they talk about how it was, how Snape was there, how Snape, like, really had Snape betrayed the them because he's the one that yeah. took off George's ear. They didn't do that. And that's important because it was an accident. You can tell in the prince's tale it was an accident because when they're up there in the in the melee, he is aiming at Death Eaters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they also didn't bring Stan in either. Right. I, well, yeah. I, didn't, I don't care about Stan. Except for that that was the <laughs> Expelliarmus. That's why they missed the Expelliarmus, because that who Harry Expelliarmus, the rest of them he did stupefy, but he didn't want to do that to Stan because he would have fallen off the bike and he's a good guy. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. right. So. But there were so many Death Eaters, man. I think, that we're, that we're going to find in The Prince's Tale. You may, you may see that Snake was one of them. Mm-hmm. Right. Wow. I just would have liked to keep Snape, like, visible and in the viewer's mind. I mean, I'm sure they'll keep it in The Prince's Tale, but, you know, it's one of these back-and-forth things because The Prince's Tale is basically going back through the first half of the story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, electrical well, lines coming about. down. It's probably not in, not in line, but I have a question. You know, when they're at Godric's Hollow and they see the crazy snake lady, and they don't know she's a crazy snake lady, and they follow her, and they end up at Harry's house when he was a baby, and he's like, oh, this is where they died, and he, and he gets all blue and melancholy. And then the crazy snake lady is there again, and they go with her, and they light a candle, and they're in this old place, and there's a book there left to Bethilda, so you think, oh, they're in Bethilda's house. And the next thing you know, Harry's battling a snake, and he falls through into his nursery, and I'm like, okay, which house are they in? And I'm confused. Yeah. The one next I didn't to it. know what was going I on there. It's the house. Uh, it's the house next to Can it. Can we have the answer? Yes. That's what I was wondering. Was Bethilda's house joined on to Harry's? Because in, book, in movie number Wait, one, three standalone house, it's not a duplex. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, and I thought it was Harry's pretty. House. From the outside, it didn't look like a duplex because, you know, Harry and James's house is all falling down and they didn't fix that. I mean, I can't imagine living in one half of the duplex not where the other half room. is falling down. It's not yeah, Harry's I nursery. I the impression it was Harry's nursery. I just got the pressure. It's not. Harry's nursery is It was because it was a busted nursery. I thought it was, yeah, I thought it, if it was somebody else's, it was weird because it was like Who's also with somebody else's house that has electrical power hanging from the ceiling. Yeah. Like the lights are hanging from the ceiling. The lights were like on and it was all clean. But how did you get there from being in Bethilda Bag shot, candlelit, and musty old house. I didn't understand. It's next door. He went it's to the next, wall. But she the wall. lived next door to the Dumbledore's. That was the Dumbledore's house. No, it wasn't the Dumbledore's house either. It was a muggle house. Those houses, if you looked at the street, 
Those houses are the old style. They're built like. No, no, no. I know Muggles live there now, but I'm saying it was the Dumbledore's house. Possibly. Mm. But yeah, they went through the wall into a neighbor's house and then crawled back. And then back into Bethilda. So yeah. I have something to okay. say about Bethilda. Oh, I have the, that bugged you. I have something, too. I wonder if it's the same thing. Go ahead. No, probably not. The people in the theater really reacted to her, especially when he stops at his house and he says, you know, this is where it happened and everything. And then she's right there. She freaked people out in the theater. They all were like, oh, creepy. She was creepy. She was creepy. But yeah, she was, it was creepy. Creepy old lady. From the theater. Well, see, the thing, the thing that bugged me was that they didn't talk about how Harry heard English and she was hissing because she leads Harry away and she's talking and he thinks it's yeah. English, he thinks it's her, and then Hermione is like, no, 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 he thinks it's a snake. She never hears it. She never hears just talking parcel tongue. No, she doesn't. Not in the book. She never does. Not in the book. Who? What? I thought she heard hissing. No. No. Who no. heard hissing? Bethilda no, Lures. No, sorry, what stick did I read? Bethilda Lures. No, Harry no, upstairs. I'm with you. Yes, I thought Hermione said downstairs she could hear hissing. I, 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 I thought so too. I thought that's why she came up. No, she came but up in because the movie. She came she, up because she found the book. No, well, she, she found. Hang on, I'm finding, I'm finding the movie. I'm finding. I have the book. I'm looking for it. And in the, in movie, the book, she comes crash. up and she's like, Harry, why are you hitting? In the movie, she comes up because she finds the body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She finds the blood. In which the is a lot kitchen. more visual than, <laughs> than hearing them hit. Which I think she does. Hair, she um, talks English. I mean, she talks. Harry follows her up to, you are Potter. She whispered, yes, I am. Um, and that's all in parcel talk. But I don't think that yeah, right. it is. Because Hermione's downstairs. Right. But we don't know it. Well, and he doesn't realize that he's talking in parcel tongue. He doesn't realize. He doesn't realize that he's all talking in parcel tongue. No, but he I think realize he didn't realize in yeah. Chamber of Secrets. Because mm-hmm. he says yeah, to yeah, Ron in Chamber of Secrets, what do you mean? Didn't you see that? And everyone's saying, what are you talking about? Because he's hearing it and he's hearing it in English. And he's said the same thing in this movie. He can't talk English parcel tongue in English. I don't think it's when Hermione comes up right then that she says it. I think it's later when they're back in the tent when when Hermione and Harry are talking about what happened that Hermione mentions that that she heard the hissing. P.S. I think it's I don't think it's that same yeah, scene um, that the build is in. I think once they're back at the tent. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. Remember. They do go into it. It says to she didn't want to talk in front of you because it was partial tongue, all partial tongue, and I didn't realize, but of course I could understand her. Once we were up in the room, the snake sent a message to you know who. I heard it happen inside my head. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, no, Hermione, I don't think Hermione heard it in the book, did she? She didn't in the movie. No. I don't think she did. There is, it's, okay, now what is the fix? There's some, I must be, because I, I, I distinctly remember <laughs> a, a story, or Hermione hearing hissing when Harry hears English. Maybe it's Chamber of, maybe it's just Chamber of Secrets, but I thought it was just Harry and Hermione. Well, in Chamber, mm-hmm. he talked to the snake to dissuade it from attacking Justin. Justin. And mm-hmm. he thought he was talking in and no one English. Mm-hmm. And no yeah, one else he says, what heard everybody else about? heard his thing. Yeah. And he doesn't know. He doesn't, he can't tell when it's, when no. it's He has no idea he that he's talking in parcel Right. Right. Exactly. Which is why when he goes upstairs with Zelda, he doesn't realize that she's talking in parcel tongue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but see, in the, the movie, other, she just, wasn't talking. 
Right. And she did she upstairs. Talk at all. In the movie, she did, but she didn't in the book she, either. She <laughs> in the movie, they had it done in personal tone because that yeah. works better in the movie. Because yeah. in the book, right. we right. get his thoughts. Or, you know, so it, you don't have to have him speaking in parcel tongue because and you in have the to book or in Harry's hear head it. and in the movie we're watching. Right. And that's why they do yeah. it that way, I'm sure. Yeah. So, and I like how they overlaid it with Hermione finding the body because it, there, there was no, either, the realization came together for both Hermione and the audience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because as she started hissing, Hermione finds the body and breaks out and then Nagini knows the jig is up because Hermione's going, Harry, and then she dissolves and, it, oh, so creepy. It was creepy. Oh, creepy. <laughs> yeah, it was creepy. Very creepy old lady with the flies. Ooh. And the, uh, the second time Ugh. I watched it, I heard the buzzing the first time they saw her in the Yeah, it was that when they were outside in the snow and she had flies on her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. When, and when they were flies in around the... And I was like, Ugh. <laughs> When they were in the churchyard, you heard the flies buzzing around her. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And it was I like, oh, this is bad. <laughs> yeah. I, I heard it. I actually heard <laughs> it the first time I saw it, but I didn't hear it the second time I saw it. What did you think of the scene in the graveyard when Harry found James and Lily's headstones? I thought I liked the way it I was actually done. Had... Like in the book, they had Harry um, getting frustrated when Hermione kept finding the other headstones. Mm-hmm. But this, I liked the way they did it, that Hermione found the, the cover one and he calls out to her and there's no response whatsoever and, and she just knows what, what it means, what he's found. I, it, it was kind of a quiet way to be done to, to do the scene, but I, I, I really liked the way it was done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah that always, that because the, uh, yeah, I, I, liked I it, actually yeah. looked up the scene in the book while, while I was on offline and, uh, th- that was one of the, scenes in the book that actually made me weep because it was you know do they well, know that, or not know or you're caring that their living son stood so near and and wishing that he was there with them right. yeah that the, the sleeping yeah. under the snow with them that that way under the but snow there was no way to i mean that, that was a thought there was no way to get that actual line in the movie but but it was still running the way they did it in the movie I was watching. yeah the way and, and the way they did it in the movie was just perfect I, that right. was great it worked mm-hmm. it yeah it did the one thing that i was very very disappointed not to see was the scene of what happened the night james and lily were killed through voldemort's eyes once they're back at the tent. We had that in the first movie. I really, movie. really want to see that thing. No. But not the whole thing. Yeah, not I think it's because I've already done it. Bubbles of Harry. I know, and I understand that, but that was that was one of the things that I was really, really looking forward to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I missed the memorial. Yes. Yeah. Memorial. Yeah, that would have been cool. The, and the, the sign. Oh, the statue? And the graffiti on the sign. Oh, the sign. Yeah. yeah. The sign. I wanted to see the statue I in the town square. I wanted to see the statue yeah. in the town square that changed from a war memorial to one of Lily and James and baby Harry. That's the one I wanted to see, and they didn't do it. No, they didn't do either of them. No. Yeah, that, yeah I don't know. No, they, that would have been when did, nice. uh, they take we're kind of skipping around here, but <laughs> when did Harry stop saying Voldemort's name and why? They, they didn't, didn't know about go into that. They didn't. That bothered me because they didn't. They, I mean, they had them. They had it because Zeno said Voldemort, and that bugged me because they didn't so did, explain so about the taboo. 
Yeah. And so did Hermione. Hermione's the one that initiated it in the cafe. Right. And they showed up right away. Right. Yeah. Which was in the book. And they didn't know what it was. And they wondered about it. And they asked the question in the movie, but they never answered it. They never brought up the phrase. They never brought up the concept of the taboo. Yeah. But see, in the book, Harry must have stopped saying Voldemort. He did because they just sort of gradually stopped, didn't they? I forget why. No. I think it was because of Ron. Yes. Stop saying it. 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 They just, and the other they're saying you know who before they find out about the taboo. Right. Right. And then when they come back, the other thing, when they come back. The other thing that was missing out of the, out of the, why we had it in the movie and nobody could figure out was the mirror. Oh, that annoyed me. me. Oh, I'm sorry. There's one thing that annoyed me. Why is the Harry suddenly looking in a piece of mirror? Right. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> and he's sitting there talking to it going, help us. I'm like, well, who's he talking to? How the, what, what the hell? <laughs> I, I was like, that's that, that, that a marauder moment. Like, people that haven't read the book are just going to think he's not. I was just thinking it was a stupid thing for it to keep in his sock, and I'm with Luna on that one. You know, <laughs> I didn't understand why that Because, you know, it made no sense. What is that? You've got a piece of mirror. Oh, this is a nice piece of mirror, Harry. You're suddenly very vain. Oh, what the hell? <laughs> he stuck it in his sock. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I keep it here like my emergency dagger. Also, <laughs> also Wormtail. What, what happened with Wormtail? Why uh, uh, yeah. Why did that? It didn't. Yeah. He's still alive. What's he going to do? What I heard was that he was coming back for the next movie, so we knew he wasn't going to die in this one. But we don't know what's mm. going to happen. Uh, so I wonder, are they going to keep him? No, they have to kill him. cannot kill Fred and not Wimtel or I will meet him. <laughs> no, maybe, well, I mean, maybe I'm sure he'll die. He'll move it. Maybe. I like the book death, Oh, though. if we could kill it, that would be awesome. Sorry. Lupin, Lupin might get to, to kill him. Although, do we get Teddy? Is Teddy ever, uh, I mean, there's been no mention that the Tom's yes, pregnant, so are they going to write out Teddy altogether? Yes, there is. She was trying to make the announcement when they were doing the apologies portion. Yes. And Mad-Eye's like, get up, brother, get on with it. <laughs> and then Lupin goes around and is like, shh. In her ear. And, uh, so that might be the scene, the opening scene of the next movie. And Lucy's like, I guess what I'm a daddy. And Harry's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. You did what? But who? Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> you got married, but. And I'm. Hang on, no one gave me the talk. The, uh... How did you get a baby? <laughs> <laughs> the, the scene in. <laughs> and where do, where do babies come from? Go, Kelly. <laughs> the scene in the, in Grimmauld Place, um, where. Harry wakes up and Hermione's on the sofa and Ron is on the floor. And their hands are with the yeah, way that they and the way they set that up right. was like, oh, that's so cute. <laughs> yeah, that was cute. <laughs> I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish he had found the picture mm-hmm. and the letter, but they didn't no. do it. And it was like he again, was in Sirius's room. Why the hell didn't they let him do it? Yeah, from what the thing because he's going to have to find Snape. Finds the other half, and that's probably not yeah, going to be in the princess. That's why, it was, that, that, that's why the picture if was torn Tail is is going to be even in there. To be honest with you, I, 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 they haven't really hinted whatsoever. They had to do some of it. Of, of they the, have to do some of Lily. it. I, they'll do the Horcrux part of it, but I'm, I don't know that they're going to do. To do the whole they're going to have Dumbledore's part in it too. Mm-hmm. They've cut out. Oh, I know they're not going to do the whole of the princess. 
Yeah, I would hope they keep some of it, though. I couldn't believe it they cut it all. They'll keep some of it, but they may not keep the snake lily part because we haven't had in the movies, for example, the bit where uh, Petunia Remember My Last, which was the, the hinge of the, you know, Harry's own model. What was yeah. that? Why was she, you know, Wouldn't that awful, that awful boy? That Petunia, Petunia Lily Snape's children's story. I, I, but, you know, he... One of the things that Snape said, you know, what, why he's done it, that always, that's always been here or whatever thing. I don't know if that'll make it in there. He, the all this time, always, they the cannot dough. cut it. They, they won't cut it completely because otherwise, why is it the dough? And Ron's even saying, well, I thought it was you. And Harry's like, I'm on the stag, you idiot. <laughs> all right. Yeah. You know, and so, but Snape's Patronus is still a doe, and so that might be explained. It'll probably be really brief and not very satisfying to those people who are invested in it, but it, it but should be in there in some It's not some because form. they've never explained why Harry's Patronus is a stag even though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, doe and a stag go together, so we should be able to pick it. Well, maybe not then. Yeah. Well, that makes it sound like Snape and James are in love. No, it sounds like <laughs> Snape and Harry are flash God. But that, that was the thing that drove me nuts about Prisoner of Azkaban. There's no connection to James to that stag whatsoever. They never mentioned it at all. Yeah. Right. They're going to do the same thing with this. I did get a kick out of the doe scene and where Ron comes back and Ron's like, I thought you cast it. And Harry's like, no, mine's a stag. <laughs> yeah. And Ron's like, yeah, horns. And it reminded me of the antlers. <laughs> <laughs> It reminded me of the pincher scene with the spider, you know? Yeah, yeah. antlers, you know. Speaking, speaking of that scene, I was disappointed. Okay. Which we haven't spoken of that scene. No, go ahead. I was disappointed because they didn't leave in the after you left, she cried for a week. And she's like my sister, you know, and the line of, You've sort of made up for it tonight, getting the sword, finishing off the Horcrux, saving my life. I wanted to hear that, and I was so upset that they didn't put it in. I was like, ah! Oh. I mean, it was my, it was like the, my favorite line of the entire book, and they didn't have it in the movie. Oh, yeah, it you was know what pretty, I did like? Pretty though. glaring cut, I thought. Oh my gosh, that's canon. No antlers. I just opened the book, and it's I in there. I didn't even notice it. Oh yeah, I, thought, <laughs> I didn't even notice you know what I like, though? When if they come back and, and Hermione's like, Harry, where's my run? He goes, what? I don't know. What, what are you talking about? And he, like, scrambles away from me. Because, <laughs> I did it. <laughs> that was awesome. The line about, just keep talking about little blue lights in your heart. And yeah. makes them feel less mad. <laughs> you know what? I love that because I'm listening to Ron say it, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is the corniest thing I've ever heard. And realizing this is what it was in the book, so there's not much they could do. And I love how, yeah. in a, in some ways, they totally then took the Mickey of it by saying, you know, just tell her about your ball of light touching the heart. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's <laughs> really did. And they took the Mickey out of it. And I loved it. <laughs> I love the whole reaction after Ron returns. I thought that Hermione even endeared herself to me with the, the, the her fury at Ron, which was I thought was wonderful. Well, the handful of leaves. <laughs> His backing up to her. I loved when yeah. Harry used the wand and accidentally lit the top of the tent on fire. Watch out! Watch out! What are you doing? Nothing! <laughs> the between Ron and Harry in that scene, it was just so blatantly obvious how much they missed each other. I, I yeah. thought it was really cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I love that. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Let's vote. I thought, oh, God, Ron, don't do this. Harry <laughs> and Hermione are both looking at him, and then Hermione just, like, raises the eyebrow of books off. <laughs> you know, I, I thought it was really telling was before he left, when they were doing all of this walking across the country, he was trailing behind them. And then after he came back, he was in the lead. He was leading them. So I thought that was that was Ron growing up. I thought that was cool. Yeah, there it is right there. But I, I think Ron has a problem with math. Now, maybe this is just me. But after he destroys the locket, he says, that's three, three down. Or, yeah. Oh, there's three to go. And I'm like, three to go. Well, we destroyed three of them. Where's the fourth one you destroyed? I was confused by that. I wonder, holy crap, are they going to cut the cup? Well, that, or, or have they figured no, out that they're the going to bring no, 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 no. The seventh one is Voldemort himself, himself and, and oh, Harry still has to do that. I think it's the actual Horcrux they have to find is what he's talking about. All right. Yeah, that's no, good. I had, I almost had a heart attack for a second because I was like, what does this mean? They cut. They, cut, cut, cut. <laughs> they go to Gringotts. And they don't cut the diadem because we they do have the fiend fire. I've seen stills for that, so. Mm-hmm. They yeah. might actually have all the Horcruxes. Even the one that's Harry, even though Harry can't wow. be a Horcrux. What a ridiculous idea. I'll pick it's the most stupid thing I've ever said. I thought it was interesting how we were, we've watched, the, we've seen the trailers. And we've seen the cuts from the trailers and some of the stills and things. And then watching the movie, you realize that some of those shots were before the CGI got to them. For example, after Harry Mm -hmm. was hit with the stinging hex, when you see it on the preview or you see it in a still, his face is unaltered. But in the movie, it is in the process of swelling up. And I think I that's what that. happened with Hermione's hands. You know that one where we get yeah. one shot in one trailer, yeah. her hands were bloody, and then no, in there's a, there's a still where her hands were all bloody from Ron's shoulder, and then it after, came up in the trailer. After, and I, thought, was clean, and everyone's like, I oh, thought they cut their bloody hands from the trailer. It was the other way around. Her hands did have the the blood makeup on them, and they cleaned it up. So, because so it would be less the trailers bloody. have to be G-rated. Right. If they right. always say this preview has been approved for all audiences, they couldn't have blood in the trailer in the movie theater. Right. That's oh, why they changed that's it. what it was. Yeah. Okay. That's why. That's that's why when you see Ron, so I was you don't in the movie to get cleaned up, and she was not cleaned up. Yeah, you don't see. That's him why as you don't in the preview. He's not as bloody. Mm-hmm. He's laying on the ground. You don't see any red on him, but in the movie you do. You still see it on his arm. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I wrote Harry Potter, newest member of the Polar Bear Club. <laughs> and okay, Harry goes in, he strips off, and he goes into the water, and he comes back out, and he's freezing, and he's getting dressed. Ron goes in right. after him, fully clothed, and Ron doesn't shiver once. Oh, I know. I, I, I was looking at Ron. And thinking, did he go in fully clothed because he wasn't reacting at all? No, I think he, he did, yeah, but he, he, has, and he has a wand. He can dry himself off in a second. Harry Why didn't Ron Accio Harry? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he couldn't. <laughs> Maybe he didn't think of it. Well, Harry How does the person who well, casts the dough know the sword through the ice? How does the person who casts the dough know what? Know that they're in the that forest to be. I've always There's wondered no how they make music. In the, mo- in the movie, they didn't know that, but in the book, 
remember um, Hermione was carrying the portrait. I know. From, from I know how they knew it in the book. I know how they knew it in the book. They had Phineas Black. Right. Phineas Nigellus. But how did they know it in the movie? How did Snape know where they were in the movie? He was the following Ron. So. <laughs> Ron didn't know where they were. Maybe Snape, they have the Marauder's map that shows how maybe Snape has a map of the Forest of Dean. <laughs> maybe Snape has a map <laughs> of Great Britain. They knew where they were the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. I liked this. Watch them, watch them try to introduce Phineas Nigellus yeah. <laughs> into the point they yeah. wouldn't need to do it now. No, it's too late. They don't need him. Yeah, anymore. they won't. I mean, I was joking. Well, they, we've they already seen him once. Never um, address it again. We but, saw him in Order of the Phoenix, but we haven't seen him since. So yeah, I, because he was in the portrait that they told to go and say that Arthur Weasley's been hit. That was right. Him. I have a question. But his portrait was at Hogwarts. They didn't show the one. Yes, Sue. Ask your question. What's your question? Was one of the Snatchers Rayback? Because yes. the one knew that it, he was, he could smell her perfume, even though he couldn't. But he didn't yes. look like Grayback. Did they just clean him up? That no, wasn't that Grayback. Was very no, it wasn't. One that was not Grayback. Was Grayback was not in charge of the Snatchers. He was one of the Snatchers, okay. but he was not in charge. Okay, so he was the it only was the inside, whatever his name is. I did see Grayback at that point, but I was confused because I was expecting him to be kind of in charge. And I thought it was very unusual that the other snatcher could smell her perfume. I thought that that would be more of a werewolf tendency. So he may have been a werewolf. Too. I didn't even think of that. I thought he could just smell her perfume. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought that the uh, charms wouldn't match smell, which is stupid. Why did Hermione put on perfume when they were flying, running around in the woods? Yeah, well, oh, Harry did ask that question. Why just well, don't put on perfume next time? <laughs> it's, it's one of those, you know. Get up, brush your hair, brush your teeth, wash your face, kind of, you know, get yourself ready for the day. That, I, I don't know about you, but I do that every morning when I, before I go to work. Mm-hmm. You know, I yeah, put on. I don't. A I don't think I would, I don't think I would do it if I was running around in the woods. Well, well maybe... it's, it's trying to be normal is what it is. Or... Yeah, but it's Ron gave mm-hmm. him the perfume for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Or it's Ron. Oh, yeah. Ron did give her yeah. perfume for Christmas. That's true. Yeah. It's true. And then when he yeah, saw them coming back, all I could think of was, no, Ron, no, 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 don't take this the wrong way, no. <laughs> and he you did. know he's going to. <laughs> yeah. I like when he clicks it off and he goes, oh, yeah, I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> I was just laughing. I'm like, oh, serious moment, just funny. That's a laugh, you know. <laughs> did you notice that after he left, the radio came back? Mm-hmm. She was listening for him. Right. Oh, yeah, so is Harry. And, you know, that scene, yeah. we've had that scene for a really long time, and it's been talked about a lot I, in other podcasts, uh, not ours, but uh, I did think that that was really well done. The, whole the dance? Fight. No, the whole fight. Oh, the fight. You don't yeah. know. Oh, fight. Your parents yeah. are mm-hmm. dead. Kind of like yeah, but that was word for word from the book, too. Right, but the acting, yeah. they, they yeah. nailed it. Yeah, and you can see hot the Hermione well in the back going, "Oh, that was a blow, low blow." <laughs> and then at the end, yeah. and Hermione's caught between two of them, and Harry moves away, like, "Yeah, she's going to shoot him, and I'm going to be all alone." You know, it was sort of I yeah, know, he expected it. Well mm-hmm. I'm prepared to be alone. I'm, I'm waiting for it. You know, yeah. You know the other thing I really and like then when in line get to Grimmel Place, and something happens, and then she's like, "The line, if you just crop goes black, we're all alone." And I thought, "Ooh, poignant." One of the lines, if you wanted to do single lines, one of the lines was near the beginning. 
I thought you'd lost your way. I thought, oh, you don't know. Hey, what's that? <laughs> Oh, that was Voldemort, Voldemort talking, talking Snape. to Snape. Yo, oh, oh gosh. Oh, yeah. I, Snape suspect, does Voldemort suspect Snape? Mm. You know what I want to do right now? Oh, yeah. I will not write this yeah. because I'm talking to you guys. Rude. But you know what I feel like after seeing the movie? I feel like writing fan fiction. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yes, I'm right. <laughs> you know what? I mean, I write that big, fat, long story, right? And then I cut that done now. <laughs> and I haven't added, I haven't really, you know, and then Ryan wanted an outtake that I haven't done, you know. But, and now I feel like adding more to it, maybe, like in the form of sequels and, and, um, publish it. Yeah. That would be exciting. Okay. Pulling other lines. When Harry was in the ministry as Runcorn and he's walking along, yeah. it's like, do you have uh, something stuck up your butt? <laughs> I know he was trying to walk oh, like Dad Radcliffe, but I don't think he quite pulled it off. No, no, I don't think he did either. I like the uh, I like I wrote well, I down the line here. I wrote a line that says, "You have one hour," and then parentheses to fix my office. <laughs> I saw that. Oh, that's where it was from. Yes. Ah, oh, I was thinking that's the last movie, but it was. It was actually said that you have one hour. <laughs> Just be my office. Oh, I forgot. Oh, I, I still, I still think that actor, whoever he was, I can't remember who he was, did the most fantastic job of being Ron. Why, why is she out there? Oh, when she kissed Ron, that was so funny. I still okay. <laughs> And he shrunk. Oh, she kissed him. Well, she kissed him. And all of a sudden, he's like, nice to meet you. Yeah. As her husband <laughs> comes running up, what are you doing? He's on the way. What have I done? <laughs> but you could just, even when he was saying to her, get the kids, get up, I'll meet you there, he sounded so sincere and real, like, you know yeah. what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, it, it, it sounds like yeah. it, he was actually, really like, there. not Ron, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who was his character, the, the adult character? Yeah. Catamol, Reg Catamol. He sounded like Reg Catamol, you know, concerned for his wife and yeah. stuff, you know. He, I just, I liked that scene a lot. Yeah. He was in touch with his inner Hufflepuff. Oh, my. What? He was in touch with his inner Hufflepuff? Yes. This picture I just <laughs> yeah. found. What's did you find? <laughs> she's just laughing, we don't know. Yeah, I sent you the, it's in the chat. Tessie, oh, I don't have s- anything in that. You now I have. Whoa! What's my computer time? doing? What is this? No, what's your computer? My computer is playing something. Oh wow! Hey, look, <laughs> yeah, he's well. been cutting his hair again. <laughs> oh, oh, hair again. Like, oh my god! He's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I liked it later. You shouldn't let me cut your hair. Yes, don't. Don't. My next week is going to be writing, and Hermione's going to be cutting Harry's hair, and Ginny's going to come screaming and don't cut his hair. You can't do that. <laughs> you don't know how. Let me do it. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I'm, I'm clicking a link, and nothing is happening. So you will have to be patient with my oh. fail computer from here. <laughs> it's a picture it's of Dan like Radcliffe. Yeah, with funky hair. Oh, I like that. With very funky hair. Funky hair. Funky hair. Yeah. Like, so he, he liked my little summary. He liked my little stuff in the front, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm still waiting for the picture. Still waiting for the picture. Hello. I said, Melinda, I'm proud of you. You're still awake. You are? Yes, you're still awake. I'm barely. I'm struggling. I, I, my, my eyes are, are, are drifting. 
But I'm see here. if there's anything else in here. Oh, the book. The book that was in Umbridge's desk drawer. When Muggles Attack. Like, oh, you know, yeah. when you <laughs> see that. Oh, my God. I laughed at that. Was <laughs> Somebody on my Twitter list wrote, Holy cow, July 15th can't come soon enough. Oh, yeah. Oh, come on. There is a picture of him with a funny head. My computer is bio, 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 Still waiting. No, it's not your fault. It's my computer. I'm stuck. Aww. Kelly, did you see Hi. Dobby is trending? Yes, Dobby is trending. Let's see what else. Dobby Dumbledore was, was awesome. trending last so night. Yeah, Dobby is trending. <laughs> 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 Green, that's just what yeah. Oh, why do I, I, thought find was, I thought it was amusing. Dirty old woman. No, you're not a dirty old woman. Yeah. No, that would be me. <laughs> 37. How old is Dan Redford? Mm, too young. 21. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anything else about actual movie? We should talk about the um, Let's see. Movie. I love the decoys. I love. I want one of the wind-up decoys with a little horn decoys. on the top. <laughs> <laughs> Those are great. And I they like how you just dropped one, and they kept, you know, breaking apart and, they and they kept more and more and more. That was cool. The uh, Ron's face while they were sitting at the piano playing for release. Mm-hmm. It was like, dude, oh, yeah. rule. <laughs> <laughs> You're drooling. <laughs> yeah. I kind of like visually, you know, just a little thing is that um the Dementors, what Umbridge's Patronus being there was doing to the Dementors. It was like a uh, like a Patronus, like they were up, up by the ceiling, and it was like the Patronus had made like a, a barrier between them. I thought that was kind of cool way to present it. Mm-hmm. And I realized that they were Dementors. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I, I I was just very slow on that. <laughs> I like Yeah, because then, then when they stunned the her, the Patronus disappeared and they came after them. What, Melinda? I like how them. once they were in the lift, Harry had his hand as if he was trying to protect everybody. He had, he was, he had his block out, you know, so he was in front yeah. and he was trying. It was very telling of Harry, <laughs> you know, definitely trying to protect everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I noticed that too. That's a very hairy thing. Very hairy thing, and and he yells at Specto Patronus. Oh, the other line I like from that was um when they they're making a run for it, and Mary Catamol goes, "It's Harry Potter," <laughs> and Ron goes, "Yeah, it's hard to tell the kids, isn't it?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> was so mean. he was so in character the whole time with his little, you know, I, well, he was person. So <laughs> panicked. Oh my God, my wife, and he's like, "Ron, you're not Mary." Yeah. <laughs> and then when he goes in, he goes and, and he stands and, and hovers next to her. What about Bella? Pardon? When he goes in and he, he just hovers next to her while she's in the chair being interrogated. And he's just yeah. so loving. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I know. Puts his hand on shoulder. Mm-hmm. And I, I also like when he actually standing there, he's like, you know, you've got to fix my office. And everyone goes, have you tried an umbrella? You can almost see Harry and Hermione face palming in their, in their minds going, oh, Ron. <laughs> shut up, Ron. Just shut up. <laughs> You're not helping. <laughs> well, and Hermione, no, the entire me. time that they were in the, the ministry, she looked like, you know, her eyebrows are going to climb up into her forehead. And it was the actress playing Hermione, but it was like, you are looking like a deer in the headlights the entire time. Stop that. I think well, Hermione she was terrified. Was because, 
Because in a way, I think that's appropriate because, you know, I think, you know, the first time they took Polly Goose and Hermione turned up like a cat and didn't actually get to participate. Harry, Harry and Ron are actually old hands at this, like Dan Allen. Whereas this is the first time, apart from the being Harry, that Hermione's actually had to go undercover in Polly Goose. So she's petrified. Whereas Harry and Ron are probably, oh yeah, we'll do this again, you know. <laughs> so I think for Hermione it was probably a bit more confronting. I think Hermione is much better at the, the planning and the getting ready for everything. And then when it comes down to the actual execution, I think it makes, it's very much Hermione to, to get panicky because she panics. Right. Yeah, she does. Like she was in, in the first one with the devil snare and, and she panics. She goes, how am I going to get fire? <laughs> Whatever. Uh, and Ron's like, yeah. uh, Ron's very calm in those sort of crisis. Are you a witch like, or what? Yeah. Witch. Yeah. <laughs> Are you a witch or yeah, aren't you? Panicking. <laughs> So I think that's very true to Hermione's character in a lot of ways, actually. So, yeah. Let's so see what I, else I have I here. Like, oh, the cat collar yeah, on Umbridge's sweater. I missed that. Hideous. What? Absolutely hideous. But it the, covers up the Horcrux when they first see her. Yeah. When they it's And, the, and the so she's collar. wearing it, but they see her, but it's covered with the cat collar. So Harry still goes in her office and looks for the thing. Right. I didn't really notice really that. But we needed it's that. It's a very hideous cat collar. That's disgusting. <laughs> it really is. That's it pretty made. bad. Ugh. At least it was on umbrage. That's true. Yeah. And the plates are still on the wall. It's I mean, like, it's, ah, no, that's the plate. Yeah. In bad eyes, I. Yeah, I was kind of I, disappointed. Why did Harry take it? Yeah, he didn't take yeah, it. Yeah, that didn't oh, happen. I'm so annoyed. That didn't, no, I, I, did, I did take it, it though. Was, wasn't it gone? It, it didn't have the impact it did in the book. That's true. No, he I didn't, didn't take I, it. I, thought, I, thought, it they, I thought it showed the door at the end, and the door was blank when he was eating. And it still had the eye in it. No, it had the eye. It still had the eye in it. It didn't have the eye in it. I was still there. I thought it was and funny when the guy turns around and says, run corn? And then he kind of turns and does this, I'm going to go in this direction. I'm going to saunter off now. All right, I've got to kind of go slide over this way. <laughs> oh God! Um, somebody said something about Harry and Hermione having a chaste kiss, and I'm wondering if that was when they first see him at Privet Drive because yeah. she kisses him on the cheek. Because the Horcrux kiss, I was surprised at how sexualized it was. Oh, I know. Yeah, but see, that's well, that was Ron's that was to play on Ron. Ron is a horny, horny. Well, and horny yeah, I, I know. I'm so surprised they showed it like and that. And he says before he left, and and he says I saw the two of you mm-hmm. last night or the other yeah. night, and she says it that was nothing. And all I can think of was, and Ron is going to say, you think that was nothing? You don't know about other stuff. That was nothing compared to the other stuff. That's where his brain went. Because that's the mindset he was in. Mm-hmm. Right. If you're right. calling that nothing compared to something else, you know, I'm out of here. That's, I think that's where his mind went. So when if yeah. she, she added actually, to it when she said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And see, and yeah. I actually found that that was a lot of people. And I know um, Harry Jr. She was, oh, we don't want to see that kiss. But I actually found that it needed to be that involved. It needed to be that intimate. Because Ron needed to get really angry. Now, if he's been imagining Harry and Hermione together all this time, it has to get pretty intense for him to be able to get angry yeah. enough to overcome his fear, his paralyzing fear, and actually smash that Horcrux. But I thought, thought the whole scene, despite the fact that Harry and Hermione were kissing, thought it needed to be that intense, that intimate, and that in your face 
because it was from Rosalind. Yeah, I thought it was good. Husband. I was surprised. It was done brilliantly. So and I how many people? Because they were booked. It wasn't them. It was what? the Horcrux. It wasn't, but no, also, it was, I and you can the see they did the, the makeup even, because remember, they were supposed to be, like, more handsome than, than, he, than he could ever possibly be, and she, Hermione was yeah. more beautiful than, mm-hmm. and it was, it was very much, right. you know, everything intense, more, so, well, it, it was, I thought it worked right. very well. And I like the spiders. Yeah. Oh, the spiders. Good, yeah. spiders. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Absolutely. How many people had the people in your theater applaud when he destroyed the Horcrux? Both times that happened on no. my in my theater. Yes. No, no, my, my theater going buddies are obviously boring. <laughs> no one claps at anything, you know. Uh, we had a couple of people and someone else that uh, we had like a really Dumbledore a la very put a musical Dumbledore, you know, like they they were in like the similar sort of hat and they they just look ridiculous. And someone had like a scary mask on. I don't know who that was supposed to be. We had somebody <laughs> dressed up like a and snitch. Someone came in a pajama. Pardon? Snitch. Yeah, we, we had, had somebody dressed up. Snitch. Yeah, she had, thing, she had something on her head. She had something on her head and she was wearing a gold dress. And it was like, what are you? Sw- oh, you're a snitch. She's like, yeah. <laughs> she no, like, we had, I had head. someone at the midnight showing that we just had gotten some gold sequin fabric and just like sort of wrapped it around them, not in a very flattering way. But, you know, whatever. And they had I open at the clothes on a sign written across their chest. And I was like, okay, well, you know, <laughs> two points for effort. <laughs> you know, so. But we didn't have a lot of. A lot of people had the 3D cinema glasses and they'd pushed out the lenses and drawn a and a lightning bolt on their forehead and <laughs> gone like that. Mm-hmm. Only yeah, most of them were girls. You... stupid. <laughs> did you, you, how did you like the non-verbal <laughs> trying to destroy the Horcrux? Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. He yeah. Just got so yeah. Mm-hmm. Notice that? that because I wrote that first it was non-verbal. I, I did, I, Paula and I were sitting there and he started doing that and it was like, oh my God, he's using non-verbals and Paula was like, oh no! <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. At the, uh, there was a young man sitting next to me who had obviously read the books and whom I assume is his girlfriend sitting next to him. And she's like, Oh no, don't tell me Dobby dies. And he didn't say anything. He just kind of waved at the screen like watch. And she was like, I don't want to. <laughs> and the girl down in front of us then started bawling. But that girl, before the movie started, a police officer came into the theater and walked up to her and said, uh, ma'am, there's a problem with your ticket. You're going to need to come to me. And she just sat there and the whole theater oh. went, <gasps> and then he smiled and he's like, oh, just kidding. And the boy next to me is like, that's her father. And he had just come in to be silly. <laughs> but nobody oh. knew that except for the kid next to me who apparently had carpooled with family before. Because he's like, can I carpool with you again? I love to listen to your rants. And all I could think of was, they ought to listen to Potterfic Weekly. <laughs> my my highlight of the theater story is the woman that was sitting next to me left during the Godric's Hollow scene and came back. She'd obviously gone out for a smoke during the Godric's Hollow scene. Brother. <laughs> what a fool. We had the, the, Sorry, I'm like, why would you had not a full plan theater. ahead? And, yeah. we, had, we had a full theater yeah, I don't know. and there were five guys. And they're remarkably... There were a lot of teenagers at the theater. Mm-hmm. Considering it's a school night, there 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 were a lot of teenagers. Well, and we, we did. We had. Down over here now. So. Say goodnight, Melinda. Good night, Melinda. 
Good night, everyone. I'm Good night, Melinda. Is there I... anything that we didn't mention that you wanted to mention before you left? Um, I don't think so. I've got, I've got my notes are all over the place, though. But I think we touched on. I think we just about touched on everything. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. I don't know. My eyes are only half open. I can't even read this thing anymore. Yeah, it's I'm going night. to bed. <laughs> Good night, Melinda. Good night, Melinda. Thanks, guys. Good night. This is like our um, typical podcast lately. Yeah, dropping like flies. The uh, um, the, the guys that were sitting in front of me, we had before the the movie started. They had a series of slides that had it was like both behind the scenes quiz and pop quiz and stuff like that. But they only had like ten different questions. One of them was actually a piece of trivia that I didn't know. Wow. Um, the, apparently, Joe grew up near a town called Dursley, which is why yeah, she named yeah. Dudley and that was in Dursley's. And she and her sister used to play with another pair of neighborhood kids who were the Potters. Yeah, I knew that. That's where she got the name. I didn't no, know, know that. that. That's I where she got that. the name from. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thanks. And one of the but, real Weasleys is married to an Australian, so no. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who's so Ron Weasley's based on is married to an Australian. They live in Queensland. Hey, trivia, so find out. I only had about... So they only had about 10 slides and it was like one of them was a scrambled word. Two of them were scrambled words and one of them was a what is this plot of this reworked movie? And they started them at like 1130 and they would play them and then they played it again and then they played it again and then they played it again. And like the about the fourth time, people were yelling the answers out as the screen was coming up on the screen because it was like, get over this. We're done with this. And they started the previews. And they got to the second preview and people started groaning. And then the third preview and more groans. By the fourth pre- preview, half of theater was chanting, Harry, Harry, Harry. <laughs> the guy <laughs> but I loved me. Did you have the elephant preview? That was so cute. No. No. Oh, no, my God. I had a, a, and we had a different one. I had a preview for the most adorable movie about an elephant. It was so cute. A baby elephant. The, the guys that were sitting in front of us, one of them stands up and says, Dumbledore dies. <laughs> and look at like, what? And he's like, wait, wait, no, 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 it wasn't Dumbledore. It was uh, one of the other guys pulls him down and they're making all this noise. And I look over at Paula and I say, if these guys do this through the entire movie, look away because I'm going to kick them in the back of the head. I don't want any witnesses. As soon as the movie started, they completely shut up. I was so happy. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, my yeah, God. That's why I never want to go to one of these midnight things. They were fine. The kid next to me was like, okay, now, now I'm going to stand up about halfway through and go, Hermione's hot. And they're like, really? You're going to do it? He's like, yeah. And then something happened, like the previews or something started and somebody yelled something and everybody else was like, shh, you can't talk. And so the girl leaned over to him and said, you can't shout. And he's like, okay. And it starts in the very first scene is Hermione. And she's like, okay, do it now. And he's like, I can't. You know what was funny was the tweet that Julia sent right before it started on the East Coast that said, I'm about to stand up and shout Lumos in a crowded theater. (laughs) (laughs) And I loved Keza, who put in the uh, Deadly Hallows thread. The movie's been going on about two hours on the East Coast. Everybody in the theater just jumped. (laughs) Was that what this meant? was coming Nagini was about to come out of nowhere, and I'm like, all right, y'all, just jump. Because <laughs> that happens about two hours in. Yep. <laughs> so yeah. I was I, like, yeah, I, close I, enough. 
I'm one of those type of people that about an hour, about 45 minutes after I'm, the movie starts, I'm looking at my watch to see how long we've been sitting in the theater. The movie started <laughs> at midnight. I didn't look at my watch until five minutes to two. Wow. Yeah. I only looked to see um, <laughs> because Keza had made that post. I wanted to see <laughs> what she was referring to. So I was so what did happen about two hours? How accurate was I? Well, how you were probably was I? pretty accurate because I, I I looked um like ten minutes before it had. I looked. It was two eleven when I looked. Two eleven p.m. My showing started at twelve forty. When I looked at my watch or my phone, and then Nagini was like ten minutes later. So yeah, yeah. so you were almost and I was like, time. So I was almost bang on, and, and that's why I was like, I was laughing. I'm like, I'm sitting there going, no one's there. And I looked at the time, and went, oh, it's because they're all still at the movie. And then I went, oh, it's two hours in. Ah, oh, they all just jumped. <laughs> so I had to put it in. <laughs> I, I Twitter screamed. Somebody in the middle, I guess it was about one thirty or so, said, wow, my Twitter my Twitter feed is really quiet. Everybody must be either asleep or at the movie. <laughs> that was Butterfat, wasn't it? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> that was who? That was, Honestly, was it? one of our Potterfic Weekly fans. Yeah, it's Potterverse oh. fan. Yeah. Uh, so I saw that's that funny. <laughs> and Kelly had told oh. me she was going to tweet me from the theater, but I decided I was going to take I a did. nap before. So I wasn't online at all. I went to I I lost bed log, at I logged seven thirty like three or four times looking for you. Where is Sue? And I then my movie started to sleep. Like, because I was there alone, and I was really afraid that I was going to get really tired and fall asleep in the theater, and I mm. I was worried about that. Because I had yeah. nodded off during movie six in the theater, because it was really late and I was tired. So, But I had no trouble staying awake at all. I was just so right there. was there. a guy so behind us of- at the midnight showing who was asleep. <laughs> and every so often, <laughs> it was probably about Godric's Hollow, I think. All of a sudden, I heard this voice from behind me going, he's asleep, isn't he? <laughs> Yeah, he is. <laughs> the, the the people that they were with. <laughs> God, was it Aaron? <laughs> <laughs> Poor Aaron. So, and I felt like saying, wake you, up, you're missing it. <laughs> what did you think of the artwork for the telling of the story? Oh, it was brothers? fantastic. It was great. I, that was cool. I want them, I mean, they'll never do this. There's no, like, format for them to do this in unless it was, I don't know, I don't even know, but I would like to see them do the whole book with that kind of book. you know what it reminded me of? Do, do you know what it reminded me of? The way that it what? it reminded me of the pensive. Kind of. What do you yeah. mean? The ink. What do you mean? The ink flowing from one thing to another reminded me of the pensive from the last movie. Oh. Yeah, because the, huh. the ink going into yeah. the pensive was like clouds and then it solidified. Yeah. Oh, maybe that was on purpose. I, I don't think so, but I thought it was really cool to see the details of like the lace and the costuming on the mm-hmm. silhouette oh, yeah. was really neat. Yeah. I thought that was, uh, and, and you had the, the pompous, you know, bully and you had the, the one who wasn't so, you know, he was he was looking for something he couldn't have. And then the last one, he was almost in a friar's robe. Mm-hmm. Very humble. Very I thought it was really cool. Form of storytelling. Right. Yeah. That form of storytelling, it really um, was true to it, I think. Yeah. So, I, I, once again, I had to, I love Ron there. Mine starts reading and she's like at twilight and he goes, midnight. Mum always said midnight. Mm-hmm. Twilight's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, we'll do and that. I thought, no, not twilight. <laughs> Babbity Rabbity. I wonder if Babbity Rabbity is one of the ones she read out of the book. 
because it's Ron's favorite. Mm-hmm. And I want to guys... know what stories we didn't get because the book was like 300 pages long. <laughs> they were just <laughs> maybe it's just pages. Fat yeah, that's thick what I was Plus parchment. Yeah, it's parchment. Yeah. Did you guys all see the rumpet horn? No, I didn't think it was in there. Oh, uh, yeah. Where, where was it? it? It was in the background behind Lovegood when he was talking at one point. And it looked like a unicorn's horn, but it was really big. Ah. And it was just kind of sticking out of the wall, sort of behind his head. And I was like, oh, there it is. And I, I was, thought it was when they were drinking the tea and Hermione took the drink. And then she looked around like, where can I spit this out? <laughs> <laughs> Ron was like, hot or cold, I'm not drinking any more of that stuff. Let's go. <laughs> well, I think I missed the horn because I'm sorry, but whatever it was Dinophilius was wearing had me completely mesmerized. And I could not look away. <laughs> just was like, what is the man wearing? I want one it of was the just like. Mm-hmm. What then? With the little spinny, the, the resurrection stone spins. Yeah, the, the, the yeah. Ah, oh, the Deathly Hallows ones. You can probably yeah, get them I won't. somewhere. Someone. I'm sure they probably have them in the Noble Collection for $400 a piece. You know. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> you can get the locket for $100, you know, something like that. Really? These should only be 50 Yeah. Um, I have, um, da, 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 Harry's Wand, Oh My God, Spiders. The Snatcher knew who Harry was. And then we had drunk Lucius. <laughs> I like <laughs> Lucius. I mean, he the whole trembling at the very beginning when yeah. the wand yeah. and stuff like that. I can't wait to see what happens to him because we know it's special. That it was his idea, whatever it is, and that it's going to be really special. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what's going to happen. From what I heard. Hang on, hang on. Back up a bit. What's really special? He came up with probably his Oh, Lucius. Okay. Yeah, Lucius. I thought, hang on, Isaac. I thought we were talking about Lucius shaking. Jason Isaac. Okay, yeah. Sorry, I'd lost the plot for a minute. That's right. Uh, now I know what you're talking about. Carry on. <laughs> Go, Kelly. The, uh, the thing that I heard that Jason Isaacs has said that he had so much fun doing this movie, he would have done it for free. Yeah, he said that on the uh, yeah. red carpet at the London premiere. Yeah. Yeah. So... Let's see what else I have. Oh, when Dobby dies, Harry can't even look at him. Yeah. He's just, it's just like, oh my God. I, I just, my heart broke for him. I was just thinking with, with Dobby, you see his reaction when Bill comes in and says, Mad Eye's dead, and Harry just crumples in on himself. He's like, no, because this was what is exactly what he was afraid of, and you could see it. Yeah. And Hedwig is then the first casualty. And you don't see much of that in, in Harry in the movie. No. But. Um, you know, I, I feel like it was like, it's just a gradual thing where Harry is getting burdened down by people he cares about who die. And he's just been to Godric's Hollow and it's fresh in his mind that his parents died for them and he's had all that, you know. And he's, he's probably also taken on the guilt of Bethilda Bagshot as well, has died because Does of him. He will take that on. And, you know, and Dobby who came to save him. And so, and he, even he says to Ron when he tries to leave, no one else is going to die for me. And Ron's like, it's not for you. Don't be such a self-centered git. You know, mm-hmm. but Harry is just taking it more. And you can see it's building up on his shoulders and he can't cope with it. You know, That's isn't, it, look isn't it in the book? Is it in the book where he goes through the list or is that it maybe a fanfic where he's he, he's remembering all these people, Cedric Diggory, you know, his parents, um, uh, you know, we're talking about. Uh, Bertha Jenkins, uh, Mad Eye Moody. I mean, it just all these. I think that's he's, a mm-hmm. yeah, But do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I mean, he's got this list yeah, in his yeah. head, and you know, 
Poor Harry. Yeah. I liked Luna coming up and closing the eyes. Mm-hmm. I kind of um, was disappointed that they ended it there because I liked the the talk over the graveside. I mean, I know they had to end it somewhere, but I liked I liked what Luna said. She like it's so Luna-ish what she says, and it's so simple, but I like it. Yeah, something she about said? she didn't know him, but something. Yeah, it's oh. hang on. <laughs> It's so Oh, Luna. that reminds me, though, of the other Dobby line I absolutely loved. And um, Luna's like, pleased to meet you, sir. And Dobby goes, sir, oh, I like her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was so good. Like, yeah. <laughs> that, was that. that was awesome. Part. I, wanted that to, I wanted to see Ron run over to the door and rattle the bars when Hermione was screaming. I was yeah. that he didn't arrest enough of me. That was the one downfall, I think, of that character was that I wanted him to yell it out because he, he didn't really go nuts the way He's I imagined. screaming the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what and he did. And that's why Peter comes down to to tell him to shut up. Yeah, and he and he said, "Yeah, I was you know. expecting more of a reaction from Ron." Although when she starts that piercing scream, he does start to look very frantic. But yeah, I am. Um, I was I was looking for the bar rattling thing, him to start banging on the walls and yeah. lose it completely. Just yeah, yeah, just lose it. I was and he didn't. The the race through the woods. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first time we saw it, we were about 10 rows or 12 rows from the screen and I had a, and off to one side and I had a really hard time with the camera. Um, the second time that I saw it, I was further up in, in the middle of the theater and I had less of a hard time seeing it. I was smack center and I still didn't like it. It was, it was very frantic. It was too frantic because you couldn't keep track of what you were looking at. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't mind it. I think that if I'd sat in the back of the theater, tall all the way in the back, it probably would have it, it would have been fine. But having so much going on in such a large screen when you're only you know forty feet away from it, it was just it was overload more than anything. Yeah. I didn't I didn't have a problem. I, What's your problem? <laughs> I, yeah, I didn't have a problem with it. it I mean, it was fast paced and all of that, but you kind of knew what was going on, what it's going to happen. I did love it when Hermione hit him in the face with the curse. You know, oh he's running yeah. down the oh, You know when they dragged him, him just nails flat on his back. Wow. You know when they dra- they were dragging him into to the manor and yet that's the side of his face? <laughs> he looked really drunk. <laughs> I don't know, just the way his face was falling down on one side. I, I just, he looked dreadful. But you know what I found really interesting? In the book, I never, I thought, does Harry recognize him or not? And you've only got, you know, Harry's thought, not Harry Draco, you got Harry's thoughts and Harry's willing him not to. And I thought that scene was quite powerful because Ron and Hermione are standing there clear as day. You've got this bloke there. Harry is, you know, that's being up there and going, Draco, is it Harry? Is it Harry? And they're put, putting all this pressure on him. Now, you've been at school with these people for six years, and you know that Harry Potter doesn't go anywhere without Ron and Hermione. Ron and Hermione are standing right there, and Harry Potter's eye is looking at you. You know, that it was really intense how Dan was yeah. looking at him. Mm-hmm. Like, there mm-hmm. is no way Draco did not know that was Harry Potter. Oh, and he, he didn't do it. Uh, yeah. He knew he, he was. He knew it was I mean, Harry, he and he did not give him away. Right. Pardon? Yeah. I said that's why it's a powerful scene because he knows, and I actually, I feel like the movie didn't give it that power of no, knowing that Draco knows and knowing that he's not saying but that I, he doesn't give him up. I thought it did up. have that power. In the book, I didn't get that sense, and I did from the scene because I'm like, okay, he's standing, he turns around, he looks at Ron and Hermione, and then goes, I can't be sure. And I'm like, bullcrap. Oh, 
yeah. know, whereas in the book was like, oh, Harry doesn't know. Oh, I don't know. He's Drake. Which side is Drake on? But in the movie, my first reaction was, oh, crap. He knows exactly who that is because he knows he Ron and Hermione. Are. So yeah, she turned around, looks at Ron and Hermione, and then goes, I don't know if it's Harry Potter. And I'm like, you little liar. Gosh, <laughs> no. Yeah, but he you was, know? you know, at that point, it, at that point, it was, what's not going to get me killed? Mm-hmm. Is Voldemort going to kill me? Maybe. Is Harry going to kill me? If I say, no, this isn't Harry. No, he's not. You know, that is a that is really, really a conflict. of, And and we started to see that at the end of the last movie with Draco. I mean, he was putting down his wand. He was lowering his wand. He was not going to he was because he's I, I think that, yeah, he was forced into what his family was doing. But he's realizing that he doesn't have to be a, a lemming. He he realizes that, but he's, he's forced into, and he's, he's trying not to. Yeah. Oh yeah. Look what ha- look at his look at his very away the want. his proud you know? self-absorbed father, and it's like I don't want this. I don't want this. Yeah, exactly. I don't. And, exactly and it was. And I was. I was. And and Tom Felton. I, <laughs> Draco looked like he was thirty. He did not <laughs> look like he was seventeen years old. He did in the last movie as well, though. I know, but old. it was worse in this one. It's because it was he's been spending too much time with Voldemort. Yeah, it just ages you. Yeah, you know, he just—that's <laughs> I mean, why in the epilogue he looks <laughs> the worst for wear. It's true, <laughs> probably. <laughs> you know, hanging out with Voldemort has taken three decades off his life. <laughs> I yeah. wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it at all. But I think I've I think I've gone over all of the notes. I wrote the dance wasn't a seduction; it was to make her feel better, and they both knew it. Yeah, I liked the dance. Exactly. I thought, you know, what I liked about it was that it set up a perfect visual antithesis of what Ron was thinking in his head. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was very silly. Dan trying to dance was the most ridiculous thing I have ever seen. <laughs> that is completely <laughs> uncoordinated, get like really, really pathetic. And then so for Ron to imagine Harry as this suave, you know, shiny man, it's just ridiculous because... Harry goes, oh, I will cheer up Hermione. I will dance like an idiot and I will look <laughs> yeah. like a fool and it doesn't even work, you know? And so, and then it, it provided a real visual opposite to what Rupert, um, what Ron's thinking in his head, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like, well, don't it was also, it gave hungry. the time thing because in the book you have, you know, time passing because you have all these pages with which you can show time passing, which was like making Hermione feel better, like, in a short scene, because that's all you can do in a movie. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you get bored. <laughs> right. I, I wonder, like the other thing when Harry's trying to convince her, we have to go to Godric's Hollow, and she's like, mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, come on, Hermione. He's like, I know you want to do it. And, and eventually she agrees, and he's behind her going, yes. And he's like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like, I'm finally convinced her to do what I want. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Well, the, and, I'm, and I'm sure there were two scenes. There were the two spots that I'm sure the Harry Hermione people were like, me. One of them was the dance, mm-hmm. yeah. and the other one Even was not romantic. right. I know, I know. And the other one was when they are in the Forest of Dean, and she says, "Let's just stay here and grow old." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I can, you can always see Harry going, "No, I don't want to grow old with you." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that they throw bones because you know, I mean, I don't ship Harry Hermione, but I do ship other things that need bones. Thrown, and I liked that they were willing to throw. That's what they were even doing. But I can, I, I if I was a Harry Hermione shipper, I probably would have liked those moments. Well, and yeah, you and take those moments do you in think, isolation. Do you think he underreacted when she showed him the broken wand? 
I don't know because it seemed off, but I don't know whether it was an underreaction or just a strange reaction. I think it was no, kind I of a fatalistic it, reaction to me. Yeah, it was just like, oh, uh, well, you know what? That's it was almost like whatever. Water when water when he said yeah. when he said give me yours, I didn't expect that he was telling her to you know give it to him while he kept watch. I thought for a second I was thought he was saying give it to me perm like give then give me yours like and he wasn't going to give it back. Oh no, because he was just getting to the point because Ron had been gone and I think he was just really feeling and he's like ah uh, and he just visited his parents' grave and it was he was, obviously had been unwell and he was just like you know what well, this is just another problem and well, he know. was recovering <laughs> from the snake bite right right yeah. because Nagini had bitten him and yeah. we don't see what happens with that lot we don't see no, we him don't. pick it up so it'll be very interesting to see what happens with that yeah but oh, we also don't see him stumble. pick up the mirror that he left on the ground no, either he does go back and pick no, it up no he does when he, does. he comes back with Ron he picks it up as he's calling Hermione oh <laughs> I see thought he actually bends down and pick it up so yes and he puts it they in. They can't leave out the mirror. They've been obsessed with the mirror. Right. I was like, oh. I thought, stay here and grow old. I thought, oh, there's another crumb. Yep. <laughs> yeah, but didn't say grow together. She said grow old. Right. Somebody was complaining about the fact that they didn't have Harry following Ginny's dot on the Marauder. Yeah. Camp. Yeah, that was me. That was you. I, I'm okay. I'm so I didn't really care. <laughs> well, I figured that. They just didn't show it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the, um, I heard somebody else talking about the movie, and they said that there's parts of it where you have to think, okay, there's things that are happening that we're not seeing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that would very well be one of them. One of them is right. where the mirror came from. Right. And it's like, okay, Harry obviously knows how to work the mirror, or at least knows something about the mirror. So you have to assume that somewhere off screen he got this and, you know, as a movie goer. Yeah, but it that's should not have been. I think it's just another Marauder's Map moment where it's like, well, they don't explain where it came from or what the significance of it is. Well, you know what it is? It's because they didn't, in- they didn't introduce it when they should have. And now they're stuck because he has to have it in order to get out of the dungeon in Malfoy Manor. That's how he calls Dobby. And they just, they have to just put it in, even though there's no way to explain it because they missed it before because they need it. You know what I mean? Do you think it may be a deleted scene that we may find for pretty an, ultimate, a, an ultimate edition movie? Maybe. Well, I don't see how they could explain it, in all honesty. They don't know. Completely redo Order of the Phoenix. Something. It's, it's an enchanted mirror, and where did Harry get it from? He'd have to say it to someone. Oh, this is my enchanted mirror, and, you know, why would he explain why it's broken? Oh, I got cranky when Sirius died because he gave it to me, but, you know, this is the first I'm telling anyone he gave me a present. You know, you know how yeah. would you... Right, I know. I'm so just Harry, Harry got a mirror from somewhere, and it's obviously an enchanted mirror, but... Well, and it, it keeps showing happen. what he thinks is Dumbledore's face. Right. And you get and the he, impression he because he, you see Dumbledore falling off the tower, and yeah. then you see the eye. So, I mean, they did work that so that you think it's Dumbledore that he's sort of seeing. And then he doesn't see him at all. He sees uh, an indistinct window. You yeah. know, and you don't know what well, that they is. They should have probably just cut the mirror entirely. But how would, have how would they get Dobby? Dobby into the... Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I thought, I think it was just, I just think it's clumsily handled and we're lucky yeah, that they, they brought creature back <laughs> yeah 
I don't think oh, they were going to, were Preacher they? and Darby cracked me up. <laughs> they were going to cut Preacher from the first movie, weren't they? And didn't J.K. Rowling say, no, you need to put yeah. him in action movie? Yes. Yeah. yeah, you need yeah. to put him. Oh, yeah. I, I loved, you know, the other thing that I found, you know, in the first movie, the only person who saw Dobby was Harry, right? And yet Ron walks up to him and says, yeah, it's good to see you again, Dobby. Well, you never saw him in the first place. Not in movie land. <laughs> Like they have to introduce Dobby and they have to introduce Bill. Like, hi, my name is Dobby. Hi, my name is Bill. Well, and, and <laughs> but, if Dobby was in the kitchen at Hogwarts, Ron may have met him there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the movie doesn't say any of that. That's what I'm saying. I know. And Ron's acting like he saw him. But, you know, I did love it. He goes, nice trainers. <laughs> <laughs> Dobby's red trainers that he's going to see. You like his red trainers? Those are great. <laughs> well, that's what Ron says to him, nice trainers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love. I, I thought Dobby was done brilliantly. But Dobby's Dobby was in Diagon Alley, <laughs> and Dobby well, thought it was strange that Preacher was in Diagon Alley. So Dobby followed him. <laughs> I'm just going to push my way in front of Creature now and keep telling my story. <laughs> Whose wand did Creature have? Was that Mundungus's wand? Um, did he kept when? poking it with. It was a fork or a no, knife. It was a fork. It was was a fork or a knife off the table? Okay, I thought it was a wand. Mm. And I thought, elves don't use wands. Well, we did take elves. Um, yeah, and they, they flipped out because he took a witch's wand. Like, that's yeah. like, so you can't do that. So I don't think Creature would take Mundungus's. It was Narcissus' wand. That's it was yeah. Narcissus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I loved Bella. And I, yeah, the evil people. <laughs> <laughs> you could have killed me, not killed, maimed. Tell me what did you maim or injure severely? Tell me a skill. Ah, yeah, you can't do that. Oh, Dobby, it's a free elf, <laughs> and Dobby the music just goes into yeah. this crescendo. <laughs> it's so yeah. funny. Oh, Dobby. Oh, Dobby. But yeah, Mr. Kesbos devastated. You didn't tell me Dobby died. (laughs) Like Uh, everybody knew, except you who didn't read the book. (laughs) That's right, you didn't know. They can't be to tell him. He loved Dobby. He thinks Dobby's awesome. I have somebody at work hasn't, I have somebody at work who hasn't, uh, uh, hasn't read the books either. And I'll see him on Tuesday. So he was supposed to see it last night. That's how I didn't really care about Dobby. I do now. He was awesome. Awesome. I think that's how everyone else saw Dobby before, and I was just like, meh. Because I just was like, Dobby, Dobby, big whoop. Let's get me read them so fast. P.S. is departing. Yep. Yes. P.S. is departing. Good night, P.S. Good night, P.S. Good night. (laughs) And then there were three. Yep. Yeah, while I was waiting to come back, I, I was typing up my notes. Remember that I'm writing this in the dark mm-hmm. on a piece of paper. Okay. Yeah, I have some of those. And I wrote <laughs> down churchyard and house. And I went to go look up the churchyard because that line that he says, but they were not living, thought Harry. They were gone. The empty words cannot disguise the fact that his parents' moldering remains lay beneath snow and stone, indifferent, unknowing, and tears came before he could stop them boiling hot and then instantly freezing on his face and what was the point in wiping them off or pretending he let them fall his lips pressed hard together looking down at the thick snow hiding from his eyes the place where the last of lily and james lay bones now surely or dust not knowing or caring that their living son stood so near his heart still beating alive because of their sacrifice and close to wishing at this moment that he was sleeping under the snow with them 
Yeah. And of course, and of course I read that and started to cry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But I, I really wish, and I was upset. I was because they didn't do the, you know, after you left, she cried for a week. Mm-hmm. There were loads of times where nights where we didn't even speak. To, we never even spoke to each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, I wish they'd left that in there. <laughs> <laughs> they left in the other parts, you know, that one wouldn't have been that hard to put in there. No. But, uh, but no. overall, I thought it was wonderful. Yes. It, it was very well paced. They, I, I heard that some people thought it was a bit slow and, you know, they in places in the middle. Yeah. But, but I also felt that they, um, as well as they could with the material that they had interspersed that with action, it mm-hmm. slows down at Grimmel play. You know, they, they have the wedding and it's very, um, fast paced and they, they're running away and they <laughs> stop in the cafe. They have the fight scene in the cafe, you know, and they slow it down. They get to Grimmel place. It's quite calm. Then they have the mad dash through the ministry and then they're, in the the woods and it's a bit peaceful and calm for a while and and it's interspersed as much as possible with a bit of action you know and they have the fight with ron and then it's calm and then they go to godric's hollow and then there's a bit of calm and then ron comes you know the the horcrux and the the sword and then they're a little bit calm and then then there's the action of malfoy manor stuff so i thought as as much as they could with with what they had that that it was interspersed quite um, well, they didn't show too much of them just sitting around in a tent. Right. You know, there, well, there had to be some of that because otherwise Ron's words about, you know what you're doing and we're just sitting around would have no impact if there was none of that. Mm-hmm. The, the, uh, people don't realize that the whole trudging around the country stuff in the book is only three chapters out of 37. I know, they go on and they say it drags on and I'm like, I've never understood that because I'm like, no, well, it's, it's not three chapters out of 30, it's not even a tenth of the book. Mm-hmm. No, and I never understood why people whinge about how it's this long, very boring bit where, you know, where all these pages and they're, where they're just camping and the thing is, even when they are just camping, there's things going on. Yeah. They're talking and about the three brothers and whatever. Oh, that's the other, well, the other action. Well, they have the, the love they, they hear the, the tale of of the the goblins that stole, you know, the sword, you know, they're hearing what Dean's father, I think it is, is one of them, and Ted Tonks. Um, yeah. You know, you get those. That was the other thing. How many people were in the basement? Wasn't it? Dean wasn't, wasn't Dean, there. Dean wasn't, wasn't there. No Dean, Dean down there too? Yeah. No, yeah, he should have been, but he wasn't. There we was had... no Dean. Right. No, Dean. Ha- well, see, the thing is, though, but it wouldn't have made sense for Dean to be there, in all honesty, because when the Snatchers take Harry, they go, we're not going to take this one to the Ministry, we're going to take him to Voldemort. So even if the Snatchers had caught Dean before, they wouldn't have taken him to Voldemort, they would have taken him to the Ministry, so they couldn't put right. Dean in there, because there's no reason for Dean to be there. Right. right. And then they, don't have to pay, then they don't have to pay Alfie to be in the movie. <laughs> There, there was a reason for Luna to be there because they were controlling the, the Death the, Eaters to Luna. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and they they had the Goblin. Uh, why, why did they have Brute Hook? I'm not sure because then they asked him about the Goblin Made Sword, but why did they have him in the first place? Yeah, they don't they really explain well, They didn't that. explain what he was doing there. Well, I think wasn't it because the Goblins weren't cooperating with the Death Eaters? Yeah, but they didn't say any of that, so I was a bit confused why they had a Goblin there. <laughs> To be well, honest, was, and he was he was uh, ambulatory when they got to Shell Cottage, mm-hmm. and he yeah. wasn't in the books. Right, he it's was injured, broken legs. One of those plot says so moments. Yeah, 
Yeah. Let's see. Grip hook. The reason that Dean and Grip Hook were there. Well, they got oh, Grip together. Hook was uh, with Dean. And they were, right. they the were caught. And then the Snatchers got Ron, Hermione, and Harry. Mm-hmm. So oh, they, took they all went together. Five that's of right. them. They took all they five took of them to. And that's why they took. Right. Yeah. That's what it was. And see, so, and in the movie, they had no, they had no reason for Dean to be there, and they just had Grip Hook there. I guess you know, well, they had Ollivander, so you know, they had Grip Hook too. But that's another one. You know, it's like the mirror. Why is it there? Oh, I don't know. Just put it in there anyway. Did you? Well, and apparently, Grip Hook was traveling with Dean Thomas. Grip Hook was traveling with Dean Thomas and Ted Tom. Yeah. Did you? And so notice- when Harry, Ron, and Hermione get caught by the snatches, they already had Dean and Grip Hook. Did you notice the um? The names on the radio? I didn't notice what they were. I thought they must be significant, but I didn't know what they were. They were, all the first names were characters. You heard Ron. You heard Harry. I hear Harry, heard, but. You heard Justin. You heard Gabrielle. You heard, okay, I mean, I it did... was like, I, it, but it was just first names. The last names were all different. Right. Yeah. But it was all okay. these, and I think it was there to play on their fears. Yeah, because Justin, they were imagining they, they, it's like they were imagining they were hearing names of people that they knew. Yeah, because I heard the Harry and went, "Oh, that's interesting." And yeah, someone else. Well, you you heard George. You heard the name George in there. I mean, it was just yeah, it was I remember really, George. Yeah, it was when yeah, they were walking through the trailer park. Okay, probably. Yeah, but yeah it was kind of like wow. So yeah, so I I gave it two thumbs up. I saw Trisha's Facebook; she gave it two thumbs up. So all in all, I enjoyed like, the movie both times yeah. I saw it. Yeah, yeah, me too. I'm a little behind the times. I've only seen it once, but I'd like to go see it again too. <laughs> <laughs> so well, okay, thank well, thank you for listening to us mm, ramble. Yep. Hopefully yeah. This will be out quick. So good night, everybody. Good night. Bye. Hold on to the wonder that those books brought to our Keep each other safe. Keep faith. Good night.